back everyone it is episode 91 of thirst and goal i am here my name is franny across the table for me is ben and we are recording this podcast outdoors where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded how you doing ben i am good how was your week this week franny oh man it was it was a long week it kind of dragged a little bit uh thursday and friday were a little long ben and i know your week as you uh, mentioned last week, was me a long one? It seemed like it was. Yeah, this was a long week. A lot of uh, a lot of long days and a lot of contemplation and serious thought. But here we are, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> finally, we could talk about the That's a NFL. Good way to put it. Yeah, we could talk about the NFL, and this is a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. We're going to take you all the way around the NFL. We're going to taste a beautiful uh, brown this week as well as a beer. Franny, how was, uh, what are you drinking over there? Uh, well, tonight, Ben, I am drinking a little bit of the Four Roses that we had last Ooh. week. You know, the Four Roses bourbon, the small batch, you know, it was, um, you know, it was pretty good. It, you know, it was better I see than, it back on the it, table. It was better than I remembered it being a few months back when I when I did try it for the first time. Uh, so now a little bit of Four Roses, a little bit of Coke, and a little bit of Club Soda, Ben, and uh, all mixed together. It's a nice little concoction. What about you? I like it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes those bigger names, sort of yeah, more right? mass-produced products are pretty good. Uh, a lot of people poo-poo them, but I actually thought the Four yeah. Roses small batch was really, really good. It's a good bourbon. It's a good bourbon for the price, especially around $30 or so, uh, but it's definitely worth the price. At that price point, it's a great bourbon. I like it. I am continuing to drink. Actually, I have another bottle of the <laughs> Citadel Gin de France. It's a gin from the south of France. It kind of appeared out it, of yeah, nowhere. It, it appeared. I must have purchased it some. You know, either you you bought it or I bought sure it some time it ago. From. I'm like, well, here I have another bottle of this <laughs> this Citadel. Uh, yeah, it's a gin from the south of France. It's a melange of botanicals and juniper, but it's a really, really nice summer gin. So I'm hoping to polish is that this part of off. Description, is that part of the description on there? Melange. Yeah, is, yeah, is that, it is. Oh, is it? Okay, a melange. So it says it on the bottle. Yeah. It's a melange. A melange. I, of I botanicals. like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna finish this one up. Hopefully. Before the weather turns too cold, because I have to move to a, a winter gin, a more spicy gin for the colder months. Yeah. Uh, right no now, no matter we're... how cold it gets, Ben, you're gonna have your muscle shirts on. You're still trying to show off those muscles. You've been working out. You have that new regimen working out That's every true. single day, almost every single. Day. I, I, would say I literally five have out two people days. to impress. Yeah. <laughs> I am impressed, and I'm sure your wife. That's it. She's, That's she's not. It. She doesn't show it. Yeah. She just want to give you any credit. No, she but doesn't. I'm, I'm sure she's impressed. But I, you know, it's 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 probably from her. You know, from her upbringing. Compliments are hard to come by in this yeah, house. Not easy. Not Very easy. hard to come by a compliment yeah. with my wife. Yeah, with Croatians in general, yeah. I would say it's. Uh, I think if I won the lottery, she'd probably wonder why it was only 15 million yeah. and not 18 million. <laughs> But we shall see. Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our NFL week two recap and our week three picks. We have our thirst and goal news, our tag team news, your 
Steelers. Steelers fans, Sonia Seahawks and my lowly struggling, struggling Eagles. And we also have our shot of the week, which which is inspired by the struggles of these very crappy Philadelphia Eagles. And it is all brown all the time because they are crap. It's complete shit. What the whatever they're doing on the field right now is complete crap. And I can't I, I, I can't say it enough. I have I have a, a I'm going to go with what Carson Wentz said this week. He sucks. Every, everything, he sucks. Well, Every, I don't think he said that he sucked. Actually, he said the offense has all the tools it needs to succeed. Except him. Except, except the guy that can't throw the ball to his receivers. Exactly. Especially in the end zone. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive about the Eagles just like I, I am. I was not positive the before the season. I'm not positive during the season. And we also have how our uh, our <laughs> brown of the week, our beverage of the week, which is actually an Irish whiskey. We haven't had too many in honor of Carson show. Wentz. Well, he's he's a ginger. I'm, he, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure, sure if he's his, Irish, his so roots. I might, shouldn't assume his roots might be from Ireland. That's true. Maybe uh, he's drinking too much uh, too much Irish before whiskey. the game. I guess maybe. Uh, we also have our beer of the week, which is a I think it's from California, right? But it's, a it's domestic from San beer. Diego, yeah, from bro. San Diego, bro. Oh my god, bro. We've tried so many from San yeah. Diego. I can't the, believe it. Ale Smith Brewing Company, Diego Antonio. Oh, nice. I mean, and the 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 can. The, does, the design of it, the graphics are pretty amazing. Pretty oh, beautiful. yeah, it's really nice. And we also have our betting corner. Ben, you did a good job last week. You you really cleaned up last week. I did. I had a good week this week. Put some prop bets in for the end of the season. God willing, we'll get there. And we'll predict some more for this week. Absolutely. And it's all fun money. You of know, course, this, of this course. Is, you know, you know, in, in case, gambling is illegal in California. If, if you're planning to put any bets in, this is just for fun, monopoly <laughs> money, that sort of thing. And then we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Friday, what's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. Oh, we're going to lead off this week with what a story that everyone and anyone is talking about. Injuries aplenty across the NFL. All of these players were hurt because they didn't play in games that they weren't going to play in, even if they had occurred. So I'm not sure about the logic there. Uh, but Nick Bosa and <sighs> Solomon Thomas both tore their ACLs. Big names. For the San Francisco 49ers, as well as Jimmy G. Garoppolo. But he might play this week, but he will be hampered by an ankle sprain. But what do you think about losing two? Members of that vaunted defensive line Man. in the same I mean that game. That, and they still managed to win the game handily. Well, it's the Jets. You know, they lost so many players and they still beat the Jets. That well, Greg Williams, good. he says that defense is good. Uh, they're a good I mean good defense. But uh, we we give up we give up, you know, we're we're we our goal is to give up triple digits at some point this season. What was it, thirty one to fourteen at the yeah. end of the game? It was yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um but you know, that those that's a huge loss, especially with the Ooh. way that division is shaping out right now. I mean the Seahawks they look pretty hot right now. Arizona, they look better than I expected. Ben, you called it before the season. You said Arizona was going to be good, and they do look good out there. What do you know and, when you play your quarterback in a garbage season? They learn some things exactly. for their second season. San Diego. And uh, and the Rams, they, the Rams also look like a very solid football team. So to lose you know, big-name players like that, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, it doesn't bode well for San Francisco at all. All, yeah, I mean, this season. I mean, I know they've called some guys up from the practice squad, made some signings, but Solomon Thomas, I mean, Nick Bosa, especially Ugh. potential defensive player of the year. I mean, last year was just a, a machine from his defensive position, and Solomon Thomas as well has played really solid football. I, I mean, I, I'm somewhat confident that Hala Sala will be able to put something together down there or up there in San Francisco. 
on the defense, but that was a huge, huge loss. And Jimmy G going down. Uh, I wasn't sure if Mullins was still on the team, but I guess he is still on the team, so he'll be starting. He potentially will be starting this week, but if Garoppolo starts, he'll be hampered by that injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got Saquon Barkley out for the season. I know that didn't happen on one of his trademark jump plays, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was the way he plays and the way he throws his body around. It was bound yeah. to happen eventually. And he tore his ACL out for the season. Terrible, terrible loss for that. Uh, you know, maybe well, it's, mean, it's, a, it's, it's a benefit it's, to him. He doesn't have to play this year. He still gets paid. That's true. I mean, they're, they're, they weren't going to go it is anywhere. The yeah, they're not going to go anywhere anyways this season. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still you know terrible for uh, you know for such a young talent like him to tear his ACL this early in the season, this early in his career. Um, you know, I mean, you know, the Giants we're maybe going to win six games, maybe seven games possibly this year with him now without maybe. him. Yeah. It's not looking pretty. Yeah. I, I mean, it's too bad. I mean, it really is too bad. I mean, I know this, I mean, he only ran for six yards a week before because the Steelers held him to six yards the week before. So he didn't have a great season. Uh, but as I mentioned earlier, Jimmy Garoppolo has a high ankle sprain might play this week. We'll see. Uh, next up, Christian McCaffrey. As, you know, is expected to be out for three to four weeks at least mm-hmm. with a high ankle sprain. I mean, they are dropping like flies. What do you say about Christian McCaffrey? The entire him and Teddy Bridgewater being the yeah. entire team he's, down he's there. Pretty much. He, last year he was the entire team. You know, they won what five games last season, and it was all because of Christian McCaffrey. Two thousand plus yards of yeah, offense. I mean, the guy is amazing. He's the best running back in the league. This is a huge loss for him, uh, for them, and I, and I feel really bad for him. Um, but. It was it was almost you, know, you could predict this happening, and you know I mentioned it you know last year and, and even before the season started. If you l- utilize the guy the same way that they did last year, he's going to come up with an injury. You can't just run this guy like they have been and expect him to be healthy for the entire season. And this is what happens. Yeah, I mean it's like I was watching some videos on those new Corvettes where you have to you know drive the car for uh, for a certain number of miles before you can actually redline. You know the the, the max RPMs increases. <laughs> so there's videos of the, of people in the car. Hitting that mileage marker where you see that it sort of uh, it unlocks the ability to hit those higher RPMs and they just jam on the gas pedal the second that they're able to do it. And I don't think that that was the intention of the company. And that's essentially what they're doing with with Christian McCaffrey. They just as soon as they were able to use him, they used him and abused him. I mean, yeah, and this is what happened. I mean, he was like a beater. He wasn't even like a a Corvette. He was like a Chevy Nova. Exactly. Just like just 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 throw him out there. Just just, you know, put it in neutral and then pop it into drive. Yeah. Like (laughs) and and, and get some traction right there. But that's exactly what they did with him. A little too much usage right there for Christian McCaffrey. 97 Toyota Camry. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it. Uh, Next up. Oh, this is a big one. For the Broncos, John Elway just can't get out of his own way from the quarterback position. Drew Locke, thanks to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Drew Locke is out at least two weeks, so it's not a major injury. Hey, but but their backup looked Driscoll, okay. Ben, I was shocked. We almost lost that game yeah. to the Broncos. The Steelers you almost know, I, lost I'm, that game. I'm not sure how much better Locke is than Driscoll. Driscoll actually did show up, and he played very well in that game. Yeah, so there's some decisions to be made now. In Denver. For the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, another another quarterback <laughs> on the carousel in Denver. It just keeps on going. Turn but it. the Steelers pounded them physically on defense all throughout that game. Uh, Von Miller, I don't know if we talked about this already, but Von Miller is out for the mm-hmm. season with a tendon injury. Yep, yep. Uh, probably one of my all-time favorite defensive players to mm-hmm. watch. For sure. Uh, huge loss for Denver. That sucks. Uh, Paris Campbell. 
Uh, from the Colts, knee carted off the field in the first quarter with a sprained MCL and PCL. So the Colts These guys are dropping yeah, like flies, man. That is crazy. I don't weekend. even know what a PCL is. It was is. like a mash unit out yeah. there in the NFL. Where's Hawkeye? It, <laughs> you watched it way more <laughs> yeah. than I did. I don't even know who Hawkeye is, Ben, but I'm sure he was a character from the show. And he, he was. Yeah. And Radar probably predicted this. Red- <laughs> Come on, Ben is showing everybody, his age. Everybody. Ben is showing his age you should on know this Mash. podcast. I, I know I love Lucy. I don't know Matt. That's a little bit older than Matt. There was but color. It was television. always on TV, though. It's always on TV. Mash was on, just like Dukes of Hazard was on. Like those old school shows were on. But I, you know, I, I just gravitated towards I Love Lucy. Mash, I never really watched Ben, but it seems like you did. Watch oh, it's Mash. a great show. Probably one of the all time best. And uh, I Dream of Genie. That was another one. Yeah, well, of course I yeah, watched yeah, that. That, that. There was that. But yeah, at the time, I think MASH might still be the most, even though the population that, was lower, yeah, that, the most uh, widely watched show that ever. final episode yeah. where they fly away. I remember crying, yeah. yes. <laughs> where BJ writes goodbye and Thanks. the rocks on the... Thanks for sharing yeah. your feelings with Spoilers from the show from that ended yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Too Spoiler early? alert. Uh, Raheem Mostert has an MCL sprain as well out several weeks mm-hmm. for the Niners. I think that's probably a less problematic injury since it's plug and play with running backs down there. And I think they paid $6 million combined mm-hmm. this year for all of their running backs or yeah. eight. He, he wanted more money, but they were smart not to give it to him now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they gave him a little bit more, but at least they didn't give him a lot more. Yeah. Uh, another, here's a big one. Uh, well, I mean, there are other, in, other injuries, but we'll finish up with, with the bigger injuries that, that, that occurred this past week uh, or the week before Michael Thomas is out again for the second week in a row this week. For the Saints against the Green Bay Packers, that yep. might come up in the betting corner. That 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 does play into betting for sure. But Drew Brees says he feels as good as ever. Yeah, throwing the ball five yards down the field. Yeah. I'm sure he does feel really good. Doesn't look as good as yeah, ever, nope. but he feels as good as ever. <laughs> but what do you think about Michael Thomas being out? Oh, man. I, I, that's, you know, with him being out this weekend, I mean, I, I could definitely see Green Bay winning that game. I mean, even though they're playing at home and there's no fans and everything, you know, the, the Saints... Um, you know that that does play into decision making, especially for betting. And I, I would I would definitely pick Green Bay over the Saints because of that. And that's the only reason, probably. I yeah. Would. And I don't mean to go off on a tangent here, uh, but Franny, did you hear? Uh, I, I mean, I, sometimes the guys that and the women that work in the booth and the audio folks are some of my favorite folks. But did you hear that they actually queued up? Some booze on the piped in broadcast as they should in have. Philadelphia. I mean, you gotta get whoever's whoever had that queued up, whoever had that ready to go, yep. you gotta give them a ton of credit for that because that's exactly what would have happened during a game. Yeah, no, I, I, I would have brought in like, uh, you know, mechanized batteries, battery throwing little robots out there that just throw batteries. Uh, you know, D-sized or or even automobile batteries out there because they deserve it. They're playing so terribly right now, I, and 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 I'm just I'm I'm not very happy. I'm sure all Eagles fans out there are not happy about the way this team is performing this early in the season. Yeah, I was watching that game with Sonny, and I was like, was was that? Did they just pipe in booze? Did yeah. they just have booze they, on and the it broadcast? It should have been louder if it, if they could if they could pipe in. I'm not sure what the decibel level is, what they're allowed to have, but I would have put it up there and 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 really made them feel terrible. For the performance that they display yeah, out there, they it's, have it's not. Bad. They have not played at a high level. Let's put it that way. I, I, there's not one player on the team that I can point to and say that guy played well. All of them, every single one of them, is playing bad. That's too bad. It really is. Uh, Frane, can we move on? 
<laughs> yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna do the the crispness thing. Yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah, it's queued okay. sure, up I'm in sure, there. I'm sure it's coming up. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of disappointment. Next up, Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor. Los Angeles Chargers coach Anthony Lynn said he was impressed by rookie quarterback Justin Herbert on Sunday, but apparently not enough to consider a change at the quarterback position. Alden Gonzalez of ESPN.com reported, I'm going to wait and see what type of health Tyrod is in, and we found out later in the week. He was our starter for a reason. If he's 100% ready to go, he's our starter. But I know that Justin can pick up the slack if he can't. Hours after the game, Chargers announced that Taylor experienced difficulty breathing and was taken to a local hospital for further evaluations as of 8.20 p.m. had been discharged. Did you hear what happened to Tyrod Taylor? Mm-hmm. I did. Can you believe what happened to Tyrod Taylor? I, that I cannot. You have to fire whoever administered the shot. You, you, I mean, you, you can't poke a guy in the lungs. I, I don't even. I don't even know how that's even... It must have been a huge needle. Possible. It must have been a really big needle. That's for sure. I mean, you have to get through the outer layer of skin, through the <laughs> intercostal muscle, and into the lung somehow. Yeah, the inter- man, man, intercostal muscle. Well, wow. I tore mine, so now I know what it is. Look at you with the anatomy. I am impressed, my yeah, friend. Yeah, that's what I tore a few weeks back. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm sure there's more muscles there, but that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you... Uh, I don't even... under. I mean, I know there's an investigation and... His contract is not allowed yeah. for him to sue. But, I think, but I think you whoever it was, I think whoever it was, listened to our podcast and really wants Herbert to play because we've been huge fans of Justin Herbert and rightfully so. We saw how he played, how he performed this weekend. The guy was great. I don't see why Tyrod Taylor should even have a place as a starter on this team. Yeah, I mean, he made a mistake or two, you know, but the coach also cost him an opportunity to win that game at the end. Mm-hmm. But taking the Chiefs to OT, you know, big shout out uh, to to Justin Herbert. But Tyrod Taylor, please. You know, find your own physician from at this point moving forward, unless Justin Herbert's family has got something, you know, maybe he's yeah, got right. a, a relationship with that. Phys- in, but I've never even heard of such a thing. An inside job, maybe. I mean, I, I've, I've never even heard of that in, in just in, in regular, you know, yeah, life. I've, I've never, yeah, exactly. I've, Anyone I've, poking a needle through your, because people get cortisone shots all the time. Yeah, you would think so. And I... I, 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 the lung that's that's serious that's stuff. pretty deep yeah that's i mean you, it, it's, it's there's a lot before you get to the lung yeah he's like the intercostal muscle band like yeah, exactly i can impressive. hear tyro be like that's a little deep bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine gonna kill the guy oh uh, yeah hey didn't get to the heart yeah Good. yeah i mean next time maybe <laughs> yeah you know get to keep the same doctor <laughs> who knows remove a kidney last name kavorki yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, Herbert joined Andrew Luck in 2012 and Cam Newton is 2011 as the only top 10 quarterbacks to throw for more than 300 yards in their first start and still lose since 2001. He joined a man named Bobby Chatterbuck as the only players to accumulate a rushing, a rushing touchdown. Did you make that up? No, and a passing touchdown in the first half of their NFL debut. At one point, Herbert led a 10-minute 20, that was a nice drive, 10-minute 21-second drive that stood as the Chargers' longest in four count him four years and before that in the game's first possession he scored on a four-yard scramble that was nice snapping the charger streak of 137 consecutive regular seasons game without a, a rushing touchdown from their quarterback but considering who their quarterback was i am not the least bit surprised that he did not have a rushing touchdown uh, but that was quite, <laughs> quite an interesting week for the chargers fronting but what a display though i i, I was i mean you know, Ben. I mean, you, you were you were you were praising this guy before. I the wanted draft. the Steelers to you trade up and Steelers, take him, and and he looked excellent in his first start in the NFL against the Super Bowl champions. 
I mean, you know, obviously the defense played amazing too. They put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. Mahomes played really well. well. Bosa was a machine. But I mean, you know, he obviously he 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 made he threw that one interception that that was you know that's expected. You know, it's growing pains for these young quarterbacks. But um, there's no reason why uh, Lynn should even consider putting Tyrod Taylor back into that starting position. I mean, there was like there was wind in the sails of the of the Chargers players. There 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 were there were there were. Enthusiastic, uh, they were hopeful. Ex- ex- even they really were. They really were, and and you could definitely see it in the players and the way they performed. I mean, it, you know, it was a very good start for a young player like him. Yeah, I mean, and I get it. You feel badly that your your team doctor almost killed your quarterback. So I understand you don't want you don't want the guy to lose his his starting job. You know, due to that type of a mishap, but the, the fact of the matter is that even and who knows, you know, maybe he goes on and plays poorly the rest of the season. Who knows? Well, I mean, three hundred and eleven yards. I mean, that's that yeah. pretty against nice. the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs, yeah. I mean, he didn't play the Jets or the yeah. Giants or yeah. the you know. They, they tossed him in against the best team, yeah. potentially in the NFL right now. And he didn't and, even know until the game time that yep. he was going to start. Yep, and he made some very smart decisions out there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, it wasn't. I, I they gushed over him a little bit too mm-hmm. much on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even that touchdown they threw in the corner of the end zone, right, where he looked off the the cornerback and then threw it into the corner of the end zone. I mean, that was very impressive. That's something you don't see from a lot of young quarterbacks. That's something Baker Mayfield has not yeah, done. Yeah, Cam and, Newton still can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, on the interception in the Seahawks game, he's just yeah. staring him down. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna look. Yeah. I'm going to throw to you over yeah. there. Very, That's a guy over there. Very mature. Very mature yeah. play from him. Yeah, sure. I give him a lot of credit. And, you know, hopefully Franny and I on our analysis during the draft was correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but You were. Yeah. Well, that's true. You were. I, I got you on board, though, eventually. Uh, next up. Ziggy Ansa. You know, he had a year with the Seahawks last year without... Much fanfare didn't play particularly well, uh, but the San Francisco 49ers have, you know, in, out of, you know, essentially necessity signed defensive end Ziggy Ansah to a one year contract, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Ansah worked out for the Niners different times in the past few weeks, but signing him became an imperative after the team lost last year's defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa and fellow lineman Solomon Thomas for the season. The 30, 31, he's only 31. Ansa, originally the number five overall pick in 2013 at a BYU by the Detroit Lions. His total 50 and a half sacks over his seven seasons, but has been slowed down by injuries the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they had no choice but to take a flyer on Ansa. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure it's a cheap deal with incentives. Dropping like flies over there in San Francisco, so, you know. Yeah, but this is Kyle Shanahan. He's going to have to tighten up that brim on his hat. And- hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> I'm taking my defensive players and going home. <laughs> uh, Franny, anything to say about Ziggy? No, I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's definitely a good pickup for them. I mean, they they definitely need him right now yeah. with the way things are going in San Francisco for sure. I mean, we'll see how it, how it pans out this season, but they need defensive players. Yeah, they need Ziggy and a and another Ziggy and <laughs> another Ziggy. Next up, a player's name I can never pronounce correctly: Devonte. Yeah, thanks, ben. Freeman. Uh, signed by I'm the. you got the last name yeah, right too. Exactly. Signed Freebane. By, he was out there. Freebane. He was out there. Essentially, no, you know, nobody was really nibbling around. I mean, the the, the Eagles. The Eagles were interested, the Eagles were interested the Eagles for a minute. Are interested in every single running yeah, back true. out there, except for the ones that they should sign, like <laughs> you know Adrian Peterson and hey, Devontae Steelers Freeman. Too. Steelers I, yeah. too. I think the Steelers need a running back more than the Eagles. But the, at least Connor came back and was healthy, sort of. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. Uh, but he had got a deal with the Giants this week for up to three million. Uh, Devontae turned down more. This is this I don't believe for one second. Devontae turned down more money from other teams because he likes the opportunity with the Giants the best. 
Freeman will join Dion Lewis and Wayne Gallman in a Giants backfield, hoping to make up for the 1,441 total yards from scrimmage Barkley gained in just 13 games in 2009 or 19. Sorry. Yeah, I remember when he used to be good. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when he was. I remember when I had him on my fantasy uh, team, and he clean. You know, he he. I remember big numbers. Yeah, I, I remember when I wanted him on my fantasy team, but then he had a couple of years there where he was kind of down and, and didn't really perform to uh, the levels that were expected from him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just uh, kind of been in no man's land and nobody's been, uh, well, been willing to pick him up. But, you know, the Giants definitely do need him. I mean, it's a good, uh, good pickup for them. But I don't understand why he would turn down more money from other teams that for know. the Giants. That, uh, maybe he Unless likes, because he's going to be the starter. Maybe he likes New York. I just I'm not buying it because that team is horrible. So I'm not sure what that statement means exactly. Uh, but next up, Kyler, don't call me short, Murray. Are you short? I'm starting to call. I'm going to call him Mr. From now on, I didn't realize how short he was. Yeah, I'm going to call him Mini Russell because that's who he's reminding me of right now. Like not, a, not like Russell Wilson is that much taller than him. Yeah. but I think Russell Wilson would tower over this guy. Probably. Yeah, but he's been impressive too. But he really reminds me of a, of a young Russell Wilson, so he's Mini Russell to me from now on. Uh, but the Washington football team learned on Sunday that it's not enough to pressure Kyler Murray. Getting the Arizona Cardinals quarterback to the ground is another matter altogether. Murray once again proved he's a dual threat for the Cardinals. 630 to 15 victory over Washington, throwing for 286 yards, one score, and one INT, while adding 67 rushing yards on eight keepers with two additional touchdowns. I've watched this kid since he was 15 years old, Kingsbury said. He is one of the most dangerous people probably in the league when he's in the open field like that. And he, he's as elusive as anybody, and that's a weapon. He's just got to be able to protect himself, which he does a good job of. Uh, Murray has proven through two weeks that he can not only lead with his arm, but defenses must seriously start to respect his rushing ability through two tilts. Murray leads the, leads the cards with 158 rushing yards and three touchdowns. He has generated 46.5% of all of Arizona's rushing yards and three quarters on the ground or three quarters of the ground TDs. Murray became the first quarterback in the Super Bowl era to have 150 plus rush yards and three plus rush TDs over the first two weeks of a season. Oh, Franny, yeah. what say you? I mean, he looked, I mean, I, I didn't watch too much of last week's game, but the I week did. before against San Francisco, what he did and how he shredded them on the ground. I mean, he knows when to run. I mean, he and definitely finds he an really opening. He really looks elusive out there. And he is, I mean, he's, he's like, he's, he can change, he can change directions so yeah. quickly because of his short stature. And he's a good, th- I mean, he can pass the ball as well. I mean, I, you know, I kind of doubted this guy when he came out of college, um, but he's, he's looked good so far. And, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I Last year, I was also disappointed that Miles Sanders wasn't the rookie of the year. Um, but the way he's been playing this year, you know, he 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 deserves it, man. He deserves it. He's he's looking good, and he he's really carrying this team. He's really elevating them to the next level, man. You called it, and it doesn't hurt to have DeAndre Hopkins on that team either. Yeah, and Hopkins had some nice things to say yeah. about him after the game and after the preceding game. Mm-hmm. You know, Hopkins played really well. I mean, I, I think this Arizona team, they have an opportunity to compete for this division. Yeah. For sure. By the end of the season. And the way he runs, the way he understands when to get down, when not to get hit, uh, doesn't take sacks, doesn't get hit even when he's in the open field and is able to lay that ball in. He has a lot of, you know, he has that looping. He's got to. He's got to throw it over people. He's got that (laughs) looping, you know, sort of. What do they call it? That teardrop uh, pass that yeah. Russell Wilson has, where it just drops in the in the bushel bucket, mm-hmm. right in the in the in the receiver's hands. I mean, he really looks like this team could be special. Yeah, maybe not this year, but but certainly well, in I the mean, out years. You know, uh, 
maybe not maybe not this year as as far as Super Bowl, um, but division wise, they have a pretty good chance. I mean, they're two and zero right now. I mean, San Francisco, they beat them, and which was which was shocking. I, I did not expect that to happen. You know, against Washington, obviously we did kind of expect that. Yeah. But you know the way this guy has been playing. I mean, like you said, Ben, I'm very impressed with his decision uh, decision making. Um, as far as you know, running out of the pocket and getting extra yardage. I mean, not every quarterback knows when to run, but he definitely does. And once he's in the open field, he is an elusive little motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Darren Sproles, a young Darren yeah, Sproles out there, yeah, only almost it's, better. It's almost like a little kid running with the yeah. football out there. I mean, it's 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 it he can't is, afford to get hit. Yeah, exactly. No, but he he looks good. He looks good. I have been I have been impressed by his play. Yeah, and I'm shocked. I mean, considering the NFL and the size that you typically need. I mean, Russell Wilson still gets balls batted down on a not yeah. a routine basis, but well, Russell Wilson is built differently. Russell yeah. Wilson just has a different sort of build. I mean, he could he looks like the kind of guy that can take a hit here and there. Kyler Murray. Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah, when he gets we'll, really we'll, whacked by a linebacker we'll in the middle. We'll see what of happens field. then. But I mean, he's been smart so far, and and you know, just just uh, having a lower center of gravity and being able to switch direction as quickly as he does. I mean, you know, the, the way he throws his body around, the way he kind of he, he maneuvers himself, the way he kind of throws the football around, it's I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Arizona, there's reason to be hopeful. Yeah. In Phoenix. Unfortunately, Ben, at the expense of, of the Rosen. Season. Yeah, at the extent of <laughs> that, jo- Josh that, Rosen. Yeah, yeah. I think he's where is he now? I think he, he's he's uh he, he is he's, on a team. I, he's Cam Newton's backup, I believe oh, is right he? now. Uh but you were so high on him, but know. you know, the, he still I, has Arizona, to get, he still hasn't had an opportunity. Arizona after after picking him first. Well, Kingsbury in the first like, no, next in, in, exactly. <laughs> in in the in the first round, what was eleven, twelve, I don't know. Uh, to just turn around the next year and realize that he's not the guy and pick up Kyler Murray, that is very impressive from them to to do that. Hey, not too many teams are are willing to no. to do that, and, and Chicago as well with Trubisky. Trubisky, but he moves in, you know, he buys a new house. He's like, I just, we just redid the kitchen. The kitchen's beautiful. Nah, I don't care. Yeah. Nah, I'm redoing the kitchen. We want I don't new, care. New countertops. New we countertops. Want quartz. Everything. <laughs> Ah, uh, but shipped him off Recess to Miami. Recess lighting, <laughs> exactly. But at least he'll, I mean, Rosen will get an opportunity at some point, and and I hope that <laughs> you're, he, you're, I hope that he still, can succeed. I'm going to get you a jersey, Ben. Uh, Joshua, I do. I I think Josh Rosen has been treated somewhat poorly by the league so far. <laughs> no, he has so we'll not. see. We'll he see. Was never good for UCLA. Even Matt Leinart was given a better opportunity he, than this, he was. and he was they, terrible. Yeah, there was no Kyler Murray coming up in the draft the next, the following year. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, Friday. That's it for the NFL news. We'll try to get you guys out of here in less than three, three hours. hours. Uh, so we try to truncate down the NFL news a little bit. Uh, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Oh yes, thank you all. To our loyal listeners, listeners that have been with us for a long, long time, as well as our new listeners, especially uh, the new listeners from Pandora. Thank you all for checking us out on Pandora, folks. But thank you to all of our new listeners. And since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, in the car, at work, wherever you are, please consider going to our website, thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. Or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, please hit that rating, that five star rating on Apple Podcast. Pound it or whatever they smash it with the as the kids. Is that, is that what it is? The now? kids, I think they yeah. say smash it. 
Uh, and leave us a few kind words. Just say, Frane's, you know, witty repartee is really amazing from week to week. His is insight. Is that, is that a word? Probably not. <laughs> but, you know, just say something, you know, about us, you know, that you appreciate, you know, our hard work and what we put into the show it would be really, really great. I know this is a shameless, shameless, you know, yeah, you have no appeal shame whatsoever, ben. For, for ratings and reviews, but we would. We would really appreciate it. Uh, and tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know or come across and let them know about our podcast and help them get it into the podcatcher on their phone or whatever device it is that they use to listen to podcasts. Thank you all so much. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL Week 2 recap. Oh. And also... Our week three picks. This is going to be fun, folks. We'll be right back with our week two recap and week three picks. And we are back with our NFL week two recap and week three picks. Oh, that was a fun week two, Friday, for everyone but the Philadelphia Yeah, it wasn't that Eagles. much fun. Thanks a lot, Ben. It wasn't that much fun. Well, but you know, this is the Eagles way. You know, they lose a few games. They come back at the end of the season. I they make the playoffs. They go to the Super Bowl. They beat the Patriots. That's sort of how yeah. it goes. Well, I mean, that well, that season was a good season all throughout. And you were still complaining even when they had a lead in the Super Bowl. That is true. Um... I was worried the entire yes, game, of course. That is yes, true. Until the fourth quarter, late in the fourth Until quarter. Until all the zeros were on the What clock. was the fumble? There was like uh, somebody hit Brady. I can't remember yeah, what the, the linebacker yeah, to hit Brady. Graham. And then Barnett picked it up. And that yeah. was the end of the game. <laughs> and it was humiliating for Brady, which is always nice. Uh, but we talked about the Bengals versus Browns last week, I think, right? Uh, did we talk about it? I mean, you know, I, I didn't really, I mean, we both didn't really catch too much of that game, even though yeah. it's, a, it's a divisional game for you, Ben. It's, you know, it, I'm, I pay a lot of attention to what's going on in my division. I'm not sure if you really pay attention to the Bengals and the Browns too much. Because not really. they've been terrible for so long and you're not really worried about Ravens them. Ravens versus Ravens the, versus Ravens all, on my the, mind. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the only team you should be worried about. Yeah. Uh, but I think we talked, we might have talked about that a little bit. But first up, then Giants at Bears. Not really much to say here. Uh, Bears get the win. Uh, Trubisky with 190, 190 yards uh, to count them. Two touchdowns and two big interceptions in that game, getting back to the mean. Uh, but they were able to squeak by the Bears. Yeah, or the Bears were able to squeak yeah, by the Giants, I mean, seventeen the Giants to thirteen. Made a little bit of a run at the end of that game. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, two wins in a row. He came back in the fourth quarter last week in Week One. Um, so I mean, you know, he's still the starter. I thought Foles would already be in, but Mitch Trubisky is still holding on to his job. Yeah, I mean, just, we'll see what happens in that division. Detroit looked terrible again, uh, so we'll uh, see. Well, they looked good early. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They did look good for about early ten, on. They had a lead for about ten minutes, and I just was like very the week hopeful. before. The week before, they did the exact same thing. They looked better for a little bit longer. And I don't know why I continue every year to be hopeful about the Detroit yeah, Lions. I don't know. I think their fans have learned now that there's, there's no hope at all. But next up, oh, Friday, the L.A. Rams yeah. at. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Rams beat up on the Eagles, thirty-seven to nineteen. Take it away. I mean, I mean, the team is just bad. <laughs> I mean, there's the, the team is just they're a bad, bad football team. I mean, you know, in week one, you know, the offensive line really let us down. This week, the offensive line pretty well played well. You know, um, you know, they, they drew up plays where Carson once would get the ball out of his hands a little bit quicker. They ran the ball, you know, fairly decently. 
Um, but you know, Carson Wentz has just had problems, you know, and, 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 and I've never been somebody to praise Carson Wentz. I'm not one of those Eagles fans where I, where I don't point out his mistakes. And he has really been making a lot of mistakes recently, even last year, early in the season. I mean, those last four wins were great, uh, to kind of squeeze into the playoffs, but you know, he's, he's starting off this season, the same way he started off last season. Um, his accuracy issues continue. Um, you know, he's looking like, Dak Prescott out there. Actually, Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz. That's debatable right but, now. Uh, um, yeah, okay. I don't Dak know. Prescott. Maybe I deserve a shot. Yeah, at this you new do stuff. deserve a shot for that. But, but I mean, you know, their he, kicker is better we, for sure. We, we have their not, outside kicker he has is not thrown uh, a, 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 a a touchdown to any one of the receivers. It's been tight ends. It's he been had two run- completions to the other team this week. <laughs> yeah, and that's also an issue. He's basically one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. When you look at his numbers, you look at the stats, he's not performing well on any level at the moment. I mean, that... Um, uh, interception that he threw in the red zone after that long drive that was a killer that is a killer I mean, that's that, when the boo birds were that's out pretty much they were even before that they were that was actually at the end of the second half or the first half um but i mean you know i have not been impressed with him at all um you know they they paid him a lot of money and he he's not looking like the guy for the eagles right now i mean you know also also their defense did not play well um you know they allowed a ton of of yards on the ground, which the Eagles are known for not doing, is allowing rushing yards. They've been very solid the last few years um, against uh, against uh, you know a rushing attack, and uh, you know one sack, and, and you know yeah yeah he's only had yeah only one sack. I mean they, they, I mean they, they did not play well at all. I mean I, I I don't see this team you know getting more than maybe six or seven wins this year, and that's if they're lucky. I'm not even confident. This coming week against the Bengals. I did get some audio from uh, Peterson this week. Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah, I mean, he changed up his game plan. I was impressed with his yeah. game plan. The game plan actually looked um, pretty good at the but, beginning but of the game. But as far as Schwartz, I mean, you know, it, you know, the the, the Rams um, used a lot of misdirection, uh, bootleg. I mean, they couldn't defend the bootleg. I mean, oh, was, the play action was the play action. I mean, it was, so effective. I mean, they would just roll out, uh, you know, uh, Goff, and and he would just find players down the field. I mean, the Eagles couldn't really do anything against it, and then they kind of figured that out, and then they just it was a rushing attack after that. Yeah, and they were just jamming the ball down our throats, picking up you know large chunks. And, um, you know, the, uh, for the second week in a row, outcoached and Wentz was out quarterbacked. Yeah, I mean, I can't really add too much to that. I, w- I was I was trying to be optimistic during the game, but Wentz looked like he was psychologically and physically outmatched in that game. Something goes on in his head. I mean, I know that that's just rant, you know, just rank speculation, but I, I can't help but when I watch him, I feel like he's thinking more than he's playing, and it leads to these types of mistakes. Uh, a few bright spots, Miles Sanders, you know, 95 yards and a touchdown, almost five yards a carry on on 20 totes. Not bad. Uh, can't get Deshaun Jackson involved for some strange reason. Zach Ertz also not, didn't have a particularly great game. No yak. No yak. Well, he's, in, he, he's incapable of yak. No yak. He's the Zach. yakless wonder. <laughs> yards lost after the Wylak. I am going to call football outsiders and get that. The no yak for it Zach. Needs, That's it what needs to be it. a staff. The, the yards lost after catch. Here hey, we but go. I did. I did uh, compare Carson Wentz. Oh no, I I actually uh, yeah I did compare Carson Wentz a little bit to Dak Prescott right there. I said he was looking like Dak Prescott out there, but Dak Prescott has, put him fifty some points in that game. Uh, or close well, to it, forty something. They got lucky, but Ooh, <laughs> he did what he needed to do. The, the, you definitely needed to did, do that shot. Then he did what he needed to do at the end of the game, especially after that onside kick. We'll talk about that more. Uh, but. 
you know, if I go to our drinking game, the, re- the reason we're actually taking this shot is because of the drinking game uh, agreement that me and Ben made years and years ago. In blood. We cited in blood. Uh, and if I say anything negative about any team in my division or any players in the NFC East, if Ben says anything negative about a team or players in the AFC North, or if Sonia, when she, whenever she's on the podcast, whenever she makes her return. 2027. <laughs> Uh, whenever she makes a return, if she says anything negative about the um, the NFC West, other than the Seahawks, of course, uh, then she. And what takes are we? You, you didn't want to finish oh, yeah, up the bird what, dog grapefruit. I'm actually excited to try this, Ben. This is our punishment shot, and uh, we had the uh, the bird dog grapefruit for quite a few weeks. That bottle is almost killed, but I was actually excited to sort of try this. It's the bird dog strawberry flavored whiskey. Yeah. We've tried peach, we've tried apple, we've tried grapefruit. Let's try some Let's strawberry. Try this. Ben, let's yeah, we're going to be going to Dollar Beer Night after this yeah. with the guys from <laughs> Cal State Northridge. Well, cheers. Here we go. Uh, do they still have that? Probably. Uh, well, dollar, maybe a not. Dollar, a dollar fifty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Inflation. <sighs> not bad. It's actually pretty good, actually. It burns the nostrils. These bird dogs are not too bad. That's actually pretty good. Better than the peach. Definitely better than the apple. The apple. Southern Comfort Lime. We also had that yeah, Southern, the Southern Comfort, Comfort, Comfort Lime, Lime wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't too bad. But that is our drinking game on the show. If we say anything negative about anybody or overly positive. Overly positive. Which Ronnie, also go, he likes to uh, gush about Dak Prescott from time to I, time. No, I never, yes, I, never, you have I never gush about Dak Prescott. He gushed a little bit. He definitely uh, gushed a little I, bit. I just said he wasn't as bad as some people <laughs> say he is. Well, that's true. Skip! <laughs> Uh, but let's give the Rams some credit in this game. I oh, know sure. the Eagles played poorly, but Goff, 20 of 27 for 267 yards, and count them, three touchdowns in the game. They just churned up the rushing yards. Daryl Henderson with 81 yards and a touchdown. Malcolm Brown with another 47 yards. Robert Woods with three totes for 19 yards and a that's touchdown. Totes, Ben. That's, like, that's a new word you've been using on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with totes. T- toting. You know, I think it's from 90 Day Fiance. One of the, char- <laughs> one of the characters keeps saying, I can't tote a baby for you. you and I'm you, like, you've been watching uh, TV too much with too, Sonya. Yeah, exactly. Lately. Don't, I recommend, I do not recommend starting to watch that show because you won't stop. Uh, but Tyler Higby, the big tight end for the Rams with three touchdowns on 54 yards in the game. Troy Hill with a touchdown return or a pick six on Carson Wentz. Uh, I mean, the Rams, I mean, in all fairness to the Eagles, the Rams do look really, really good. I mean, no, of course. Coming off a big win a week before. You know, and then then they're, they're, um, you know, they're trying to prove themselves after last season. I think they were really disappointed uh, finishing nine and seven out of the playoffs, especially after being in the in the Super Bowl the year before that. I mean, that's a huge disappointment. Is that what that was? That's, it was, wasn't it like, it was the most boring Super Bowl in our lifetime? It was, it was the lifetime. most boring Super Bowl ever of all time. But they were there. Yeah, that's and, true. And, uh, you know, it, last year was very disappointing for them. And so this is a huge turnaround. They really want to prove themselves this year. And in this division, it's not going to be easy. No. So. Yeah, I Sean mean, McVay they, is they, mad as hell that the hair that the barbershops are closed yeah. and he's taking it out on the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do appreciate the fact that they beat Dallas. Yeah, the week before. for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, next up, we have probably the strangest oh my God. game of the week. What the is Atlanta it with the Falcons? The Falcons never saw a lead; they couldn't give away, losing to the Cowboys thirty-nine to forty at oh God at Arlington. Uh, Matt Ryan with four touchdowns on 273 yards, but this game, they were up huge in this game 
let the Dallas Cowboys crawl back into it with 16 points in the fourth quarter, 14 points in the third quarter mm-hmm. with only 10 points on the board for the Falcons in the second half. And that crazy onside kick front it. What do you, I mean, that game, I mean, you, you have to, know I don't the even, rules. if you're Atlanta, you have what, to know the you rules. need to fire Dan Quinn. No, you can't course. not fire Dan Quinn. How do you, I mean, even for the players out there, you have to know the rules. And he said they know the kick. rules. Yeah. Then you would touch the ball before yeah. it crosses ten yards, and it's a penalty. It's not a freaking hot potato. Yeah. You could touch it at any point. Exactly. You're the freaking defense yeah. in that. The offense or the kickoff team actually uh, has to wait for the ball. You to don't get have to wait. You don't have to wait for it. And that's a pretty fundamental rule. It's not uh, like if and, it doesn't and, go in the air, you and can't. That's touch what it. the coach should be preaching to the players because you know exactly what's going to happen. So you have to get them to a huddle and tell them touch the ball before it crosses that 10-yard mark. if it I mean, you don't have to catch the ball. All you have to do is touch the ball, and it's a penalty, and it's your ball, and the game is over. And that's all he had to tell them, but he was and not smart enough to And they had two, at so. least two opportunities to jump on that ball. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. I mean, the ball was just spinning around out there on the ground. I don't even know. I mean, you got to give uh, Zerline credit on that kick. That kick was... That was no, I'd never seen it before. No, it, but it, you should still know the rules. No, it, but it, it's it, and they explained it so well on on the broadcast. Is it was like you know putting on the green, like the ball changed direction. It was going in one direction. It kind of turned as if they're like the field sort of like had like a downhill sort yeah, of slant yeah, yeah. to it, and and the ball sort of turned. But they had so much time. It seemed like the ball was just was just turning on the turf forever. Went ten yards. And the Cowboys picked it up, and that's that. That just should not happen. Yeah, no, it shouldn't happen. And I and I know I've said this a million times, and I will continue to say it until the day that I am no longer able to broadcast about football. But these guys and the the coaches, the players, the media—they make this game sound more complicated than it is. The game plans more complicated than they are. The playbooks more complicated than it is. And these guys, just from time to time, they just don't know the. If you don't know the onside kick rule and you are on the hands team, mm-hmm. you just, you need to either the, the special teams coach needs to be fired immediately or any of the players that had an opportunity to catch that ball or jump on that ball. Need no, to that's be fired. On the coach. Not the, the special these teams. guys are not the brain surgeons that are, that are studying these, these, you know, they're not second year residents in medical school. This is not that complicated. Mm-hmm. And no, no it, it, it's, it's not even the special teams coach. It, it's, it is the coach that should be going over to the players and telling them this is the pinnacle moment of this game. This is the if if you touch this ball, the game is over, and that's what he should yeah. be telling his players. But he he just he just didn't do it. No, he and, didn't and, do it, and I don't know why Dan Quinn got an extension. I, he does not he's, after, after losing he's in the Super horrible. Bowl. After losing in the Super Bowl on twenty four yeah. was it twenty four points they had to lead twenty four twenty four to three. Yeah, and for the record, I'm not saying that the players are incapable of learning this stuff that they're no, not smart not. people. What I'm saying is that the 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 coaches and you know these twelve hour days and John Gruden gets up at four o'clock in the morning. He doesn't leave the building until eight o'clock at night. Get back there at three o'clock in the morning. Bullshit. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to. I don't care how hard this. I mean, team. I know this. I don't, I'm I'm looking at the TV like touch the fucking yeah. football. You can Just work sixteen it. hours a day and not accomplish a touch god your, darn mean, like, thing with your with with your. Shoo, just step on the ball. Yeah, it's, it's over. There's no excuse for it. There's, I don't care what they say. I don't care what the Falcons have said. I don't care what the Cowboys have said. But also, there's no excuse for this. No excuse. Also, all credit to Dak Prescott, too. He did what he needed to do. He put them in scoring position to win He's, that game. And he, 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 rallied him, he rallied him to get back yeah, in the game. Exactly. So another positive thing about Dak Prescott, I know I shouldn't say those these sorts of things. And now you have to line up he, that shot because you just... Just because they got the ball back, it didn't mean they were in scoring position at that point. He put him back in scoring position, and they won the game. He's still not worth $40 million, but he did what he needed oh, to do. Oh, look at that. You definitely have to do a shot. You got a positive and a negative. 
all in the same statement. So let me right. play the I'm audio. Just, I'm just gonna drink. I'll, I'll play the audio. The bottle. I'll you play want, the audio for that. You want, yeah, you I'll do a little one. Or should we finish off? The, yeah, let's do, finish off that let's, grapefruit. Let's, let's, let's get closer to finishing. Make this Sonya one happy off. by clearing one bottle yeah, out of the house. Exactly. I'm gonna play a little audio from that game. So here we go. Dallas needs this without timeouts. Zerline will squibber. It's got to go 10 yards, and it's close. Louder. Zerline may have come through. Who's got it? The Cowboys have it. Do you believe that? I couldn't believe it. Can you believe that that happened? I, mean, I could I, not. I, just, I, mean, I, mean, I, I was like, you know, I could talk Eagles, about this for the next three hours, and then just say, I was like, you know, you know, the Eagles lost. Go to Vegas for your picks. And I was thinking, oh, the Eagles lost. Washington lost. Giants lost. You know, the Eagles are still, as bad as they are, they're still one game out of first, but not anymore. Yeah, but look at Prescott. 450 yards on 47 attempts, one touchdown. Elliott with a touchdown. Dak Prescott with three. Count them. Three touchdowns on the ground. Ugh. This yeah. is this is this is, but it's still not worth forty million. But, but that's how bad this the Falcons is, are. Yeah, they, this they should are. not happen in it, in a National Football League game. No, when you have that kind of lead. If this is a peewee, when league? you're up twenty nine to ten going into the third quarter, yeah. peewee or bantam, whatever they call them, I don't even know. Like those little kids that play out there. I mean, you should know. Bantam, the bantamweight, uh, bantamweight. I don't know, man. I, you know, you're like, the, the welterweight, the featherweight. I mean, when I was when I was playing like you know park league basketball, I, we had the bantam league. We had bantams. Oh, okay. Uh, we didn't have that on the East Coast. Uh, okay, but the bantam league. I don't know bantam. Uh, and I have to look up bantam in my in my urban dictionary. But that's what it was: peewee, bantam, and then whatever it was after that. I don't know. But I mean, like you should know the rules of the game. That's what I mean when these guys are cr- telling us how it. hard they work and they work 16 hours a day. Don't tell me that the special teams coach for the Atlanta Falcons works fucking 16 hours a day. I, it, it takes me a long time to make as much money as those guys do. And I, it takes me years to make as much as some of these guys do in, on special teams. And these yeah, special and you, team guys don't pay that much. And I'm a Steeler fan. And I could, Danny Smith got brought back. And I can tell you the Steelers. Cheers, let's Steven. do this. Let's Cheers. do the shot. All right. Damn you, Dak Prescott. Damn the Cowboys. <laughs> Damn Dan Quinn. And thank you for telling me to turn that audio up. Uh, but Danny Smith and I, the Steelers just don't care about special teams. Deontay Johnson, you know, he 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 lets that punt drop off his chest in the first, you know, in the first part of that game this past week. I know Danny Smith's not a good special teams coach. I know the Steelers don't prioritize special teams. I know every special teams play is going to be something that you have to hold your breath on. Mm-hmm. And the Atlanta Falcons not only have poor coaching. On offense, they have poor coaching at the head coach position, and they have yeah. poor coaching obviously and, and on special teams. Enough. All they have to do is fall on the ball, and the game is over. Yeah, I'm, ex- that's it. Just step on the ball. Just step on the fucking ball, and it's over. It didn't go past ten yards. It's a penalty because they didn't go past is, ten yards. This, you can run. You can run. But I mean, the offensive team can't really do anything until the ball is basically kicked, and so you have an advantage to stop. That's the, ball the whole point gets, of the onside kick, and how and, why it's difficult. And it's unfair for the team that's kicking off. It yeah. is unfair. I hate that rule change, but that's it is what it is. And since that rule is in place, as the uh, receiving team, you should take full advantage of that rule. And they did absolutely nothing. They waited. They watched the ball skirt 10 yards and allowed the Cowboys to pick it up. And now the Eagles are sitting in a worse place than they were. Yeah, this is the, this is the, the medical equivalent of cutting off the wrong arm. Or stabbing your quarterback in the chest or lung. Yeah, this is the Tyrod Taylor punctured lung of special teams. And I don't care what anybody says, Atlanta or anywhere else, Dan Quinn is terrible at what he does. He, you, Franny brought up the 24-point 
deficit or the 24 point lead that they blew in the Super Bowl. This team cannot hold on to a lead. They're poorly coached on defense, offense, and special teams. They're lucky enough to have some talented players That's on their team. That's the only reason why they have any sort of success. Even last year, they, I, I believe they finished 7-9. and nine. They won a few games at the end of the season. The only reason they did it is because they have talent on this team, and it's not being coached by the right guy. I don't, I don't know how Throw ownership... Throw the general manager out there to coach the game. I don't, I don't know how ownership sees this, but it's it's great that, you know... They Arthur have, Blank's a nice guy. And no, that's, well, that's, yeah, they that's do. They have a dollar... To his credit, a but, dollar 50 hot dogs at the stadium if yeah. when there are actual people there. Yeah, but it's you're being too nice to Dan Quinn. Yeah. You had the opportunity to get out of that, to pull the ripcord on that last year, and you decided not to. And this, my friend, is the result. Another t- second or third place. And they extended him. Yeah, second or third place I mean, finish in, I know. in the division. And if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan... I, the the I, season's I, over. I feel terrible. The I season's feel, I over. Feel ter- I, you know, in the Super Bowl, whatever happened, I mean, that was... That was I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen to you as a fan of any team is to be up that big and be celebrating before the game is over and lose after being yep. up 24 to 3. And then you have this despicable shit happen yeah. to you once again, year after year. This guy has to go. They should, I mean, they should definitely go and protest in front of yep. uh, Arthur Blank's uh, office over there and say, get rid of this guy. This guy is not the guy. You have a brand new stadium. You have a beautiful new stadium. You have, uh, uh, you know, those, those nice new jerseys. That they have, yep. But you know, you know, everything's everything's brand new. Just start anew, even from the top with the coach. Just, yeah, they've got talent. But I, right now, as I sit here today, I have more faith that the Detroit Lions will have a good season than I do that the Atlanta Falcons will yeah. have a good season because it doesn't matter what they do, they will fail. Mm-hmm. Next up, Tom Brady gets the win finally. Carolina Panthers, thirty-one to seventeen over Carolina. Wait, what are they? What are they? The Carolina <laughs> Panthers. It's 31 to 17 playing in the dirty, dirty down in Tampa. Uh, but Tom Brady bounces back with a touchdown and an interception. The interception was not that terrible, uh, but 217 yards on 35 attempts, 23 of 35. And Leonard Fournette, 103 yards on 12 Look at carries Mike and two touchdowns. That, those are the numbers that I want to see from Mike Evans. Yes, yeah, seven receptions for 104 yards and one count it, one huge touchdown, and he was still hampered by that injury, wasn't at full speed and still was able to perform this way. We got Gronk. Oh, God, Gronk. I'm here to block. (laughs) He said, I'm here to block. Well, I guess with zero catches. Yeah, I mean, he has zero zero catches, you know, zero attempts. You better be doing something out there. Uh, Yeah, he's out there. He's cashing checks again. He said he never spends his payroll money, so just another year of money in the bank. Gronk, if you're listening to us, we want to party with you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. We had had probably one of Friday's best shots ever. Reti- we, we we had a shot and a cocktail for him for his mm-hmm. retirement. Yeah. Yeah. So, Gronk, if you want to party in Vegas, buddy. Yeah, because you don't here. need to be at, at the top of your game to no, block. I mean, obviously, you. you need to be paying attention because you can get hurt out there. But you don't need to be completely at the top you of your game. You want to see the old Gronk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Teddy Bridgewater, 33 of 42 for 367 yards and subtract two huge interceptions, zero touchdowns in the game. Uh, McCaffrey, two touchdowns before he got hurt. Uh, but Brady gets the win mm-hmm. at home against the Panthers, getting looked, off the schneid, as they say. Franny, what do you he, think about that? He looked more like the old Brady. You know, a lot you know, crisp throws. Yeah, quick passes, which is what we saw I in New England. I would want a little bit more crispness. 
That is, I would want a little bit more Christmas. Thanks, Ben. Is that loud enough? Is that loud enough yeah, for that's, listeners here? That's that's yeah, a special that, teams that, coach for the Atlanta Falcons right there. I want crisp, but he was crisp. He was crisp. I mean, he looked like the old Tom Brady who was protected a little bit better this week as opposed yeah. to last week. Um, I don't think he was sacked at all this week. I don't think he was sacked uh, this week. But you saw a little bit more of what New England did with him. You know, uh, he was he was more of a pocket passer in this one where he just quick pass and yeah, for sure and. That's that's exactly what they need to do with him. Yeah, and Fournette was able to, you know, I, I mean, I, I think Fournette's going to be one of the big keys to this team. He's going to play well. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to he's going to actually get you. Probably he's going to average about a hundred yards. I think Godwin and Evans have, have they, they do, they're, but they're, I mean, they're that, big, but that's what makes this team so stacked yeah. because they had Godwin, they have Evans, they have the they have uh, the the tight end whose name is escaping me as I as I sit here right now. OJ Howard. OJ Howard, and but to add Fournette and his production to that. That balances out the offense, and I think with Tom Brady, I think this team, I bet on them to win the division. I think they can still win this division. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll get to the Saints. Yeah, we'll get to the Saints, but a little bit of Tom Brady love. Brady pumps and throws. Back shoulder for Evans, and just like that, touchdown Tampa Bay. Yeah, he, he, looked, he looked way, way more comfortable. Well, yeah, in this game. Yeah, and, and I think you're going to see a lot more of that going forward. Yeah, I, I think Arians uh, realized that the week before he tried to turn Tom Brady into something he was not. You know, Tom Brady is what he is. He's a, he's a, he's he's, that. he's been in the league for 20 years. I don't think you're going to change the man at this point. Exactly. I mean, you can't teach an old dog do tricks. Quick passes, and if if he has to use some of his savvy, he's going to look defenders off and you know throw into the corner of the end zone i think he like he did with the evidence yeah i mean yeah. he's he can manipulate a defense with his eyes and his hand motion as well as anybody uh next up the 49ers and the mash unit that is the 49ers yeah. 31 to 13 over the new york jets at metlife stadium in new york uh not much to say about this game other than well, Raheem the injuries. Mostert, Raheem Mostert, pretty impressive numbers right there. Yeah, until he until he yeah. went down. But pretty, <laughs> along with everybody eight else, carries, ninety two yards. Yeah, he had like a seventy two yard run or something like yeah, that. Those are impressive numbers right there. But well, um, like eleven point five yards a carry. That's not, I, I that's not this, that great. This, this, yeah, but I, I I think it really speaks to how terrible the Jets all really are. Uh, they're horrific. Season. I mean, last last Greg week, Williams says they're the best. The, the, the they're the best before, defense. The week before against the Bills, I mean, how terribly they performed. And this this week with the Niners, uh, you know, losing pretty much everybody. And they're still able to pull out the win against the Jets. I mean, I, I feel so bad for their fans. But, but why? <laughs> I, I don't know how this happens. But why could you, how could you stick with, I mean, talk about protests that are warranted. I mean, there should be, there should be a a twenty four hour, you know, where where the the restaurants and the Adam local Gates? pizzerias in the area are Adam, getting, dropping off food so the protesters can sleep and eat. Adam Gates, at, you know, Is there outside, a yeah, from your same division? outside of Woody's house. This should be twenty. Well, I'm sure he lives in a gated community. Yeah, but they should be trying to figure out some way to get this this through to the ownership group in New York. Because uh, it's it's horrific. Uh, it's it's bad. I mean, and there there is some talent there. There is some talent there. I think I think that's the sad thing is yeah, when even when they have Darnold, talent, I mean, they Darnold, don't use it. Yeah, but, uh, at least Atlanta scored points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't get. It. But I mean, you know, the Niners are still a good team, but they they did lose a lot this this past weekend. But Jimmy G before he went down, fourteen of sixteen for one hundred thirty one yards and count them. That's efficient. Two touchdowns. Nick Nick the Brick Mullins. 71 yards and one interception. Is that what they, is, is that's that, what I'm going to call him. One interception and no, and no touchdowns. That's, that's why he calls himself. Yeah, probably. Nick the Brick. He gets home. He's like, 
the brick. And if there if there are fans out there like you are, Ben, there's a lot of there's a lot of Niners fans with Bullens jerseys on right now. Yeah, I'm like sure there with are the, with the Duck Hodges jerseys. Well, I mean, Duck Hodges was a, you know he was young. He was you know first. It was a time one, in the league. He hit, had a, he had a chance to be somebody. One hit wonder. He could have been somebody. <laughs> Uh, but as Franny said, <laughs> Mostert, 92 yards. Somebody, man. Uh, you know, Jarek McKinnon. They're just they're gonna find running backs. I'm not concerned but about I, that. I love I but love, you see Jordan I Reed. Love, you see Jordan Reed. Get, I love seeing Jordan Reed up there. Seven receptions. Nobody wanted yards, him. But two touchdowns. This guy is a beast in the red zone. He's not he's not he's not gonna get you, you know, hundred yards, but he will catch two touchdowns in the red zone. He'll have like ten yards receiving, but two touchdowns yeah. when he's healthy. Two touchdowns beats 100 yards any day of the week. Uh, But let's look at these wonderful Jet stats. Sam Darnold, 21 of 32 for 179 yards and one touchdown. Oh, my God. No touchdowns on the ground. Lead rusher was 75-year-old Frank Gore. look at his receivers. I mean, you have this rookie quarterback. Not rookie, but fairly new to the league. But look at his receiver. Who the fuck are these guys? Chris Chris Hogan's like the shoes you see on the on the Braxton Berrios. Uh, Chris Hogan is like the, the the shoes you see wrapped around the telephone line. You know, like you only get up there to get those shoes if you really need some shoes. And Chris Hogan is that's that's him. He's the yeah. shoes from the Goodwill that smell a little bit, they are not but they're only ten dollars. Not surrounding him with the right weapons. You know, I mean. Oh, but I mean, you never heard of Braxton Berrios? I did just. Now. I mean, come on. I did just now. I had no idea who that guy was. Josh Malone just now. Kalen Balage, Melange. You know, Brashad I mean, Perriman should be better. Uh, no, he shouldn't. He's old. Uh, but Christopher Herndon, the fourth. Sorry, the fourth. Well, the third and the second didn't perform very well. So they yeah, threw in the fourth, fourth one. This is Adam Gase, the fourth. Yeah. But yeah, this is a pathetic display in New York. I mean, he got, I didn't think it was possible, but they actually got worse yeah. in Adam in Adam Gase's second and year you rather were than so better. so high on them last year. I want year. to be high. I want to be. They have talent. No, they don't. I mean, uh, other well, they had they had they had talent last Darnold, year. Darnold is a good, he's a capable quarterback, and he can perform well in this league. He just needs the right weapons around him. That's it. I mean, like just like any other young quarterback. Yeah, when Greg Williams told Jamal Adams that he was not going to like his time in Seattle, yeah, I it was it was very clear that Greg Williams just doesn't understand the game. He loves Seattle. Yeah, I think so. He gets to play in. Oh, yeah. Oh, next up. Ooh, the Broncos go down just barely to the Steelers, 26 to 21 in Heinz Field. The first game, I believe, in Heinz Field of the 2020 Beautiful. season. Beautiful. One of the, one of the best yeah. stadiums in the league. Three Location rivers. and every, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Absolutely. Ben Roethlisberger, 29 of 41 for 311 yards. Two, count them, two touchdowns, one Pretty bad interception in this game, actually. Uh, James Conner with 106 yards on 16 totes. Feel good story. That's a a feel good story right there. Thank you. I'm sorry I insulted you last week, James Conner. You played two weeks in a row, so that's an accomplishment. (laughs) But Deontay Johnson with a touchdown. Chase Claypool with a touchdown. That touchdown down the left sideline was amazing. Uh, So the Steelers... It was closer than it should have been. Uh, they let the Broncos get back into it with, well, with, with 18 defense. points in the second Broncos quarter. Broncos do have a good defense. Or the second half. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, they are very solid. And, and they've been solid at defense for the past, what, three, four years or so. Yeah, so, yeah. and this is without Von Miller. Yeah. You know, all the money on defense, all the draft picks on offense. Uh, but the Broncos made it interesting by, you know, holding the Steelers to nine points in the second half while they scored 18. Uh, so it got a little bit, it kind of, it, it was a little bit of a nail biter there at the end. Yeah, I'm not I mean, going to lie. I, I did expect an easy win after uh, uh, Drew Locke went out. Driscoll did perform. And yeah, we though. pounded him. We yeah. pounded him on defense. So 
the big takeaway for me as a Steeler fan out of this game was our defense is for real. We need a little work in the secondary. The secondary is not quite in sync yet. I think they will get there. Micah Fitzpatrick has been a non-factor. Yeah. Devin Bush has proven that he can't cover any receiver or any tight end. Uh, so they're going to have to figure out yeah. something. But Joe Hayden and the rest of those guys in the secondary are playing well. But a couple but of they, uh, pass interference calls there that, yeah. that really put the, the Steelers in a little bit of a hole there. And they just need to clear, clean up the secondary a little bit, but they are pounding at the line of scrimmage. They are making the quarterback's life miserable. Very aggressive. And I like the way that they're hitting. They're hitting clean, and they're they're really playing well on defense. With the secondary, they'll clean it up. Uh, but Jeff Driscoll, who would have thought? 18 of 34 for 256 yards and two, count them, two touchdowns, almost beat the Steelers in this game. Mm-hmm. Not much to speak of uh, on the ground. Melvin Gordon with seven 70 yards on 19 carries, and Noah Fant, of course, uh, because Devin Bush was covering him, had a touchdown and 57 yards in the game. But, Friday, you think the Steelers you know, can can bounce back this week after a win that should have been much easier than this, knocking Drew Locke out of the game. Should have been easier. It, well, you know, I, I, I thought it was. I mean, once I saw Drew Locke leave the game, I thought the Steelers would easily win this game. But, uh, you know, Driscoll was put under a lot of pressure. You know, they, they definitely did. I mean, the, the the pocket was collapsing almost every single play, and, and he, you know, he found his receivers open, which is pretty surprising, you know, with, with uh, you know, with Mika Fitzpatrick back there, and, and I, I was impressed. I was actually, I was surprised. Yeah, we're going to have to clean up our secondary play for sure, uh, the safety position and the other corner position, but, I mean, Joe Hayden's doing a good job, but we definitely need to clean up the secondary play, but at least we had some little bit of a highlight. He turns. So from the 16. There's Ben going to go deep down the far sideline. He's got his man. That ball is caught by Claypool. And Claypool to the end zone for the touchdown. And I said it. This Chase Claypool, that was a beautiful, I think it was like a 75-yard pass down the left sideline. He laid it right in there, right on the chalk at the sideline. Oh, he pulled man. it down and grabbed it and went into the end zone. That was a beautiful play. Chase Claypool, sorry everybody that didn't take him. This guy is for real. Yeah, I mean, nobody sees the excitement in Ben's face right now, but Ben, is you're almost turning red. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I can see the vein in your forehead. Well, I last mean, year was just a struggle. I know, I know. And and and, and let's, let's hope that Roethlisberger stays healthy. Yeah, just his second game back after a year off. So let's see how they do this next week. Uh, yeah. Next game, Jags at the Titans. the Titans. This was an interesting The Titans, I don't know how the Titans let this game get this close, but 33-30, yeah. to 30, Titans win at home. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to I I don't know what to expect from the from the Jacksonville Jaguars because we'll talk about their uh, their game on uh, Thursday night uh, where they but, shit the bed where, where they shit the bed and they lost to the Dolphins. But I mean, you know, this this game was was way closer than it needed to be. Yeah, sure. I mean, I actually don't know what to make of the Titans either because they should have won yeah. this game easily. Yeah, uh, but Gardner Minshew. 30 of 45. You know it's not good when you're throwing the ball 45 times. 339 yards, three count them, three touchdowns, and two huge interceptions in the game. James Robinson with a touchdown. Keelan Cole with a touchdown. Tyler Effort with Effort with a touchdown. Chris Thompson, Eifert with a touchdown. I can't pronounce <laughs> these guys' names. But Ryan Tannehill, he played pretty solid. 18 to 24 for 239 yards and four. Derek, count them. Derek, Derek Henry. <laughs> yeah, Derrick Henry, I mean, 3.4 yeah, yards no, a carry. Derrick Henry actually up. has not, for these first two games what of the season, he, he got paid not, and 
what happened? Uh, that's this is what happens right here. I yeah. mean, you, know, you, you kind of take it easy. He's got his money. It's there. It's in the in his, it's in his bank account, and he doesn't have to bowl over people, run over people, yep. turn defenders into blockers. He doesn't do that anymore. But, yeah, I mean, this, this was on Tannehill, four touchdowns. Jonu Smith with two touchdowns. Adam Humphreys with a touchdown, and Corey Davis with a touchdown. But I'm not sure what to make of either of these two teams. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. It's it's still early in the season. I mean, obviously we know what the Titans did last year, but uh, I can't. It's unpredictable. It's it's still very early in the season. Yeah, I mean that that, that did not go the way I expected nope. it. But here's Friday's game of the week. Oh man, Packers. Playing at home against the Detroit Lions, beat them up pretty bad, forty-two to twenty-one. Friday, what say you about your beloved Aaron hey, Rodgers hey. with a, a a a very pedestrian two hundred and forty yards and two but touchdowns? So those two touchdowns came at a very important time in the game. They were down in this game, and he turned things around. Is because of Aaron Rodgers that they won this game. Don't mind Aaron Jones with his 160 yeah, yards I mean, on the just ground. Just 170 yards, and two <laughs> touchdowns, another touchdown in the air. But with 68 the yards they got there receiving was because of Aaron Rodgers. They were down what 14 nothing, 14 seven in this game, and they just came back. Aaron Rodgers, that guy's like, yeah, it's not Aaron Jones' 240 <laughs> yards from scrimmage. Uh, but yeah, so they beat up on the Packers pretty bad, or beat up on the Lions pretty yeah, bad here. Not shocking. I mean, Matt Stafford, unfortunately, 20 of 33 for 244 so for yards. He's stuck there. I mean, obviously. Uh, the dude is making a lot of money, but man, if he played anywhere else, this guy is a Super Bowl caliber uh, quarterback, and he is stuck. He is drowning in Detroit. Somebody save this guy. Get him out of there somehow. Yeah, I mean, Send is it Detroit? Anywhere. Is it Matt Patricia? I don't what care it? where he plays. Detroit, you know, uh, is Cincinnati, uh, <laughs> you know, Cleveland. I mean, those teams, yeah. if you're a good quarterback, you don't want to be on any one of these teams. I mean, get this guy to where he can get this guy a Super Bowl somewhere else. Yeah, count him. Two touchdowns for Stafford and one interception in the game. Peterson, Adrian Peterson, with only 40, 41 yards on the ground. on Johnson, once thought to be a great running back, no more. Uh, eight carries for 32 <laughs> yards and a touchdown in the game. Carry on. Uh, carry on. Uh, touchdown to Marvin Hall and a touchdown to Marvin Jones. Uh, but they, he I mean, he's got weapons. I just don't think they have a solid game plan going into well, the game, either Matt on Patricia, offense I mean, or Matt, defense. Matt Patricia is also not the right guy for that team. I mean, he's not a good coach. Get, get somebody else in there. Yeah. I mean, you got you know, you got to fish or cut bait, as they, as mm-hmm. they say. Don't stick nope. with something that's it's not, not working. working. Uh, next up, our adopted team, the Buffalo Bills, beat up a little bit, but barely win. The Dolphins on the road, playing in the dirty, dirty, 31-28. to 28. Bills scratch out a win. What say you, Franny? You know, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with uh, with Josh Allen. Actually, these first two great games of the game season. this year. I mean, la- I mean, first first game of the season, he was great. I mean, this game, he was all right too. I mean, four touchdowns. That's not <laughs> nothing to sneeze at, right? They're really. I mean, it's not Aaron. Uh, Josh, but, it's not Aaron Rodgers' two touchdowns, but it is something. Hey, we had four last week, right? I mean, you know, that's balances true. out at the end of the season. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will still be the better quarterback. Ben, nothing no, Josh, like walking, Josh, Nothing like having a little yeah, heat I mean, under your bathtub, also, boiling I mean, the water. Division game, division game, but also not the stiffest of competition out there. Um, but the Bills, they seem like they're for real. I think they will make the playoffs this year. I didn't catch too much of this yeah. game. I thought I thought the Bills would easily blow them out, and it, 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 and and for uh, for some time there, you know, it was pretty close and pretty close, pretty close. I think I think the actually the Dolphins actually had a lead in this game for a second. Uh, for like maybe yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a I think in the second, second quarter. Yeah, I think in the second quarter. So it was pretty interesting. Yeah, so Josh Allen, 35 attempts, 415 yards for four. Count them. Four huge touchdowns in the game. And Stefan Diggs feeling right at home in Buffalo with 153 yards on eight receptions and a touchdown. 
John Brown actually caught the ball in this game. Four receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis and Reggie Gilliam with touchdowns as well. Uh, but, the, the you know, the, the Dolphins put up a good fight here. Fitzpatrick with two touchdowns on 328 yards. Jordan Howard somehow managed a touchdown on four yards in the game. Uh, Mike Gusecki and Devontae Parker uh, also had touchdowns for the Dolphins. But, you know, I think the Bills are for real. This yeah, is, like no, you said, sure. division I mean, game. As, as far as, you know, going all the way to the Super Bowl, I don't know about that. But, you know, they're, they're going to make the playoffs pretty easily, I think, this year. Next up, Vikings oh. at the Colts. The Colts, nobody knows what to make of this nope. team. Uh, one and one now, 28 to 11 over motherfucking Kirk, motherfucking Cousins. Frane, what say you about your your beloved Kirk Cousins? Oh, <laughs> well, and just, who? Just look at the stats right there. Three interceptions, 11 for 26. You know, week one, he was terrible. Uh, you know, losing Stefan Diggs. 26 seems, attempts. They were afraid to even let him throw the ball. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I would be, too. I mean, with the way he's been throwing the ball this year, I I, I thought they were a better team. But this team, they're, 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 bad. they're not very good at yeah. all. No. I mean, their defense is pretty terrible as well. I mean, 20, to allow 28 points to the Colts, that's 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 not good. Yeah, 113 yards on 26 attempts. Friday I mean, said, I three could throw for I mean, you could throw for 113 yeah. yards, Ben, in the NFL. I mean. With those receivers? Well, yeah. Adam Thielen. That's it. <laughs> I mean, Adam Thielen with 31 yards. Justin Jefferson with 44 yards. Uh, Stefan Diggs, where are you? Yeah. Uh, but the Colts, actually, you know, Phillip Rivers, give him a little bit of credit. Yeah. You know, 19 to 25, 214 yards, nothing spectacular. One count it, one touchdown, one interception. But Jonathan Taylor with a touchdown, and he doesn't have much to work with over there uh, on offense without Marlon Mack, you know, helping him out. So he doesn't have a lot to work with there. So. You know, let's see what happens with the Colts. Mm-hmm. One and one Vikings. Oh, and two. <laughs> oh, here you go. Washington football team at the Cardinals. Cardinals mop up the Washington football team. 30 to 15. Yeah. They they did exactly what the Eagles should have done. I mean, Arizona came out firing. Uh, you know, they they, they went up uh, big in this game and they won as they should have. I mean, you know, the Washington football team is not a very good football team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we talked about it earlier with Kyler Murray and, the, and uh, you know, how well he's been playing so far this season. No surprise there. And you look at look at DeAndre Hopkins, also another touchdown in this one. Yep. Yep. They look good, Ben. You called it early in the season. Even before I hope the season I'm right. Started. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be dangerous in the NFC West. Yeah, Kyler Murray with a touchdown and an interception, but also two rushing touchdowns in the game. Hopkins with a TD. Uh, not much really to speak of on the other side of the football with Dwayne Haskins with 223 yards and a touchdown in the game. Antonio Gibson rushing touchdown in the game. Terry McLaurin with a touchdown in the game. But this is what we would expect to happen to the Washington football team when they go up against any high level of competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, this is another blowout. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens mop up. The Houston Texans on the road, Ravens 33, Houston Texans 16, but this wasn't even as close as the score indicates. Yep. What do you think about that? Baltimore being Baltimore? Yeah, Ben, you got to worry. I think I do have to worry. uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, doing his thing on the ground and, uh, you know, not not impressed numbers and through the air, but I mean, this didn't have to. Doesn't exactly. You don't don't have to do it. They won easily. And the Texans also have some issues. But this Texans team, Deshaun Watson, you had an opportunity to to get out of there and sign mm-hmm. with another team. But Deshaun Watson, 275 yards, one count it, one touchdown and an interception 
in the game as well. Uh, but a touchdown pass to Darren Fells, but that's about it. I don't know what to make of the Houston Texans at 0-2. I know what to make of the Ravens. They're probably going to be 14-2. and uh, But it looks like the Texans' boat is taking on water pretty fast, and if they don't get a sump pump in there quick, they are going to sink. Good way to put it, Ben. Yeah, I mean, they are in trouble. They are in trouble in that division. Uh, next up, probably the most interesting game of the week. This and the Seahawks yeah, game. Yeah, and the Seahawks game. No, but, uh, but Kansas City, 23-20. Yeah. I mean, this this was a fun game to watch, and if Tyrod Taylor was playing this game, I probably would not watch this game. It would have the been forty five to three. Reason I watched this was to see how Herbert would perform, and he performs better than I expected. I mean, the, the 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 rookie came out and he played as well as he could against you know the defending Super Bowl champs. Mahomes was under a lot of pressure in this one. I mean, the Chargers, their their defensive line, what they did to bottle him up in this game was pretty impressive early on. The only reason or well, I can't say the only reason, we don't know what would have happened if the Chargers went for it on fourth down in overtime. But for for Lynn not to go for it there was an idiotic decision. I think everybody on the planet knew I don't even understand that if it. they did not Go for it or did not convert. Yeah, there's on no that. way Patrick Mahomes would run down the field and score on you. Yeah. yeah. That can't possibly <laughs> happen. That's never happened. He's not, <laughs> you know, one of the greatest young talents to come out in the draft in what, 10, maybe 12 years now. And it's not like I he mean, did it in both of the last two preceding seasons. Yeah. What he you did know, in routinely the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl. As well. I mean, that that was just an idiotic decision. And to do that to rookie quarterback and as well as he could have played. I mean, I don't, I don't think he could have played any better in this game. No. He made, he made I mean, some, one bad interception, but that's going to happen. That's going to happen. And, you know, even, you know, Russell Wilson could do something, or Aaron Rodgers, or even Patrick Mahomes. I mean, early on, this game didn't play that well. But, you know, to lose this game, it, I mean, it should not have happened to the Chargers, but they played so well on defense. Justin Herbert played so well his first start. It's and a disappointing Anthony loss. Anthony Lynn, old school coach, making old school decisions, yep. making out dated decisions cost them this game. Justin Herbert, 22 of 33 for 311 yards and count it. One touchdown, one mistake interception in there. Uh, But he also had a touchdown on the ground, a nice touchdown on the ground with another touchdown pass to Jalen Guaitan or Guitan. I can never pronounce his name correctly, but pretty pronounce a lot of, I know, know. Betty, pretty pedestrian game for Patrick Mahomes, 24 or 27 of 47. What he needed to do when the game was on the line. And that's what makes this guy special. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bucker, I mean, come on. I mean, he had three, almost 60 yard field goals in a row. Mm To, to yeah. hit that yeah. last field goal. I that mean, this like, guy... Is it, is it Bucker? Uh, uh, what happened to Cairo Santos? I'm not... Oh, not he's sure. gone. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's I, Harrison Bucker. Oh, it is Harrison Bucker. Okay. okay. But he hit those... I mean, it was a... What it was it? It was yeah, like a penalty. Yeah. Then there was a timeout. timeout then, there, then he hit the kick. kick. I mean, and this, that last one yeah. was straight down yeah. the middle. And, I mean, it was essentially this, like this middle finger, all, middle finger, middle finger. All on Lynn. This is all on Lynn. You have you have nothing to lose by going for it on fourth down. You know, your rookie played as well as he could. Your defense played as well as they could. Yeah, no you know, touchdowns have, on the ground in this have game. Have some respect for the players on that field and just, just run it. You're going to lose either way. You're going to lose whether you, you punt it or you go for it. If you go for it and you fail, they're going to kick a field goal regardless. So, yeah. fuck you, Lynn. Yeah, that was just, that's that's old school. Well, I mean, it's old school thinking. But it's not because he's old. It's yeah. because he has not moved on like Andy Reid has, like Bill Belichick has, like every other coach that's going on to be successful as they age throughout Pete Carroll as well. Uh, Anthony Lynn is stuck in another generation. He's stuck yeah. in another time. And this is going to continue to yeah. happen. I mean, you were texting back and forth. Like, why? 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 Do it? why? 
you know, like you have an, and, and not only is it a good decision just based on the analytics and based yeah. on the team that you have and based on the team that you're playing, uh-huh. you're playing the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You're the Chargers. Yeah, exactly. You have a rookie. Do you not want to do everything you can do I mean, you have to no, get this win? If you only win five games this year, is this not the one of those wins you want to have? Uh-huh. Do you not want to see Justin Herbert in his den 30 years from now with a football from this game? Hanging up on his wall, and at he home, beat this team at home in your brand new stadium with that wraparound big screen and the beautiful lake outside it, and everything. Yeah, I mean it's it, pathetic. It's, it's 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 a it's a sight to behold. It but is that loss is all on him. Yeah, I mean he's a good coach, but that was that no, was not that was terrible. After that, he's not <laughs> all gassed right now. No energy left for anybody on this field. The kick, it's good yeah. for the win. I mean that just blew and me away. And that was away. the 17th kick. Yeah, that just blew me away. I think he hit a 50 he, he hit like 3 50-yard plus field goals in that game. I yeah. I don't know what think. but I mean but he kicked 3 in a row right there from that distance and and uh I mean it's all in. Yeah, I mean I just I'm just disappointed. Because I, I mean, the, the, I mean, not that, not that I'm, a, I mean, I'm a, that I'm a Chargers fan or anything. Well, like that, I, just, I, just, I invested time into this game. Had, exactly, I invested I mean, time they, into this they, game. Exactly. And the, the only reason we watched it was to see how Justin Herbert would perform, and he he was much better than I expected him to be. Yes, and his coach. And if Tyrod Taylor ever steps on the football field, fire Lynn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's just it's ridiculous. You see what's going on with uh, Kyler Murray right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I wish Sonny were here. Uh, but the Patriots on the road at the Seahawks. The Seahawks get a nail biter win, thirty five to thirty on the final play of the game to hold off the Patriots. Franny, what did you think of this? Oh. Cam Newton played well. Russell Wilson played well. Pete no, Carroll exactly. did what Pete Carroll does. He does, and I, I was I was extremely impressed by Cam Newton and what he did in this game. He looked nothing like the Cam Newton in Carolina. He stood in the pocket. He made very smart decisions in this game when he needed to. Um, you know, he obviously he was a strong runner. Um, you know, on on, well, on what, one or two yard line where he scored a few touchdowns there. Not at the end of the game, but um, no, I was very impressed by him. You know, Russell Wilson, one of the best in the game. I mean, the guy is on a whole different level now. He's in his what ninth season in the league, and he is just unstoppable. But um, but the Seahawks, they. Always they, look they, to they, snatch they defeat from the jaws of victory played, if they, they can. Exactly. They almost played themselves into another loss. and For no reason. And there was absolutely no reason for the game to even be this close. I mean, you know, I, I thought the game was over with about two minutes and 40 seconds left or somewhere around there where I'm texting Sonia, I'm texting you. I'm like, this game is over. Easy game. It's done. But Pete Carroll can't help himself. He just he 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 just loves the drama. I'm not sure what it is. And they had he, run the ball pretty not great, yeah. but pretty well yeah. most of the yeah. game with multiple running backs. And that huge play, Ben. That huge play on on uh, third and whatever it was, third and one, third and two, just to to ice the game. They could run the ball, finish the game, but no, he just wants to toss the ball in the air. Not Twenty even, yards down the field. Not even to his best receiver. Yeah. Not to DK. Not to lock it. It was to uh I think it was more. I think it was to more. It was to uh, it was either to Freddie Swain uh, or to Lockett. It was to a little guy. I, it was it was a, yeah. I mean there are better options out there. If you're gonna toss the ball, if you're gonna lob it up there, there are other guys on the field that can catch the ball a little bit better, but he really put themselves they put they put themselves in a I mean, Third and less game. than one, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. All you got to do, ice the game, pick up the first down, take a lesson from the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. from the Philadelphia Eagles, from the teams that well, know. Ben, let's, let's hear your perspective. You're at home here. Oh, Sonia wasn't with, even in the same room yeah, with me. It, I mean, it, she it, was it, watching it, something on television. She would sort of go back and forth. I mean, I thought it was a. I mean, I thought it was a well played game by both teams. Yeah. I thought Cam Newton played really well, but for the one mistake where he was obviously 
looking at receiver down the entire way. They were able to get that ball picked off. If they don't pick that ball off, I think this game goes a whole different direction. But Russell Wilson with 288 yards and five, count them, five touchdowns through the air, one interception. I mean, I just think that Pete Carroll can't help himself when he's on the field with Bill Belichick to do something that is counterintuitive, to Mm -hmm. do something other than what he would normally do because he fears Bill Belichick. You saw the way the Patriots were moving the game all or the ball all game long. Cam Newton was, I mean, for the for the most part of this game, they were moving the ball up and down the field at will. As Franny said, Cam Newton was making smart decisions, crisp throws, running the ball when he could, running the ball, especially at the goal line. I think he had two touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, yeah, two touchdowns on the ground, almost 400 yards through the air. Cam Newton had one interception, but a touchdown through the air. And I just, you could you could just smell it. You could smell it if you were watching that game that if they were able to get the ball back, they were going to get the ball down the field with an opportunity to win this game. And I just don't understand why Pete Carroll can't just do the smart thing. You're in the same position if you miss, mm-hmm. right? The odds of picking up a yard on the ground with his team, with that offensive line that's reworked, with the way they were running the ball, even if Russell Wilson, you know, even if it's a, even if it's a decoy play for Russell Wilson and he carries the ball himself or he has the at least run a run pass option where he has the opportunity to make a different decision at the, at the line of scrimmage. But it was clear that that was the play call the whole way. And to throw one of those lollipop throws up there, hoping it's going to fall in a bucket just as a way maybe to, to stick it to Bill Belichick. I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, but I can't help but wonder if that wasn't like Pete Carroll's way. Well, if we don't get it, I want my defense to prove that they can stop this team, which is pretty stupid and I'm probably wrong, but I can't think of why else he would have done something that ridiculous at the end of the game against a team that was moving the ball on him all game long. It's just, it just blew my mind. Oh, and, you're awfully and, silent and, over there. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just waiting to get, uh, waiting for you to get to the point where uh, you so, found your wife. Yeah, crying she was in the crying. Bedroom. She was crying uh, after uh, this game, and this is why she doesn't want to talk uh, about football. She takes it way more seriously than anybody else, even very... even Franny or I. She was in literal tears at the yeah, end of that game yeah. when they stopped Cam Newton at the goal line. Very passionate, and and it's not like she became an, uh, a Seahawks fan recently where they found more success. Oh, She's it, been a Seahawks fan since they sucked. And for her to see them have this sort of success and, and for them to squander these sorts of leads or, you know, to lose games that should, they should win, you know, week after week, it is difficult on her. It is difficult on Ben. But it's it wasn't difficult, difficult this me. week. This week they won. And that last goal line stand at the end of the game, um, I'm not sure who it was who who, who just just uh, uh, just took out the running back as the blocker and took Cam Newton can, down. Yeah, I, I think can't it remember might have been it was. Reed. But whoever it was, that play was amazing. That iced the game. It was over, and it was excitement for you, Ben, for Sonya, crying, tears all over the place. Uh, but that was a fun game. That game and the Chargers game this week were amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Pete Carroll, just do the the smart thing. Yeah, Don't he, try he to can. outsmart Bill He's Belichick. Incapable. Of Don't try to outsmart Bill Belichick. He 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 does he does the Pete Carroll thing. Yeah, and it's and that was and I mean and and you know in in Pete's defense, they should not have been able to march down the field that easily in that short a period of time at the end of the game to get to the one yard line. That should not have happened, mm-hmm. but there are some holes in that defense. Yeah. Uh, next up we have the saints and the Raiders, but we're going to get to the saints and the Raiders and all of our week three picks shortly. We're going to take a quick restroom break yeah. and we're going to get That's, right back. That was a long, yeah, that, that was, was a long it. segment. Yeah. Uh, we're We've been drinking. Get, we'll, we'll finish, uh, we'll finish up the games and we'll get you our week three picks right in two shakes. 
right, and we shook it twice, Ben. We <laughs> shook uh, it twice. We are back with uh, the last couple remaining games from week two, and we'll move on to the week three predictions. Yeah, I didn't. Want, I don't want to sell the Seahawks short. I have a little bit of audio. This okay, was my. Yeah, yeah, this my was bad. my. I, I don't. Drinking. I don't want to speak for Frane, but this was my favorite play of the week. Seahawks tonight have run the ball twenty-eight times and thrown the ball twenty-eight times. Pass number 29 is caught. Chris Carson for the touchdown. Actually, it wasn't my favorite play of the week. I thought that was the DK, I think the DK Metcalf pass. I was thinking it was the DK Metcalf pass as well, Ben. That was an impressive pass, yeah. impressive throw Just not from Russell Wilson. I'm, I'm impressed by the Sorry, fake. Sorry, Al Michaels. I'm, I'm impressed by the fake uh, the fake crowd noise on they've that done, play, though. That was actually pretty really good. really good job, I think, this year. NBC has. Yeah. With the, with the fake. Yeah, ESPN can't do anything right. <laughs> nope. Stick to whatever you do right. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, next up, the Saints, 24 to 34. This was a huge win for the Raiders. The Raiders at home in the new black hole in Las Vegas, 34 to 24, beating up on the Saints, Friday. What say you? It was, it's 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 a really, shocked me and I loved every minute of it. No, but it's it is a really black hole. Everything's black. It's very black. I mean, there's no other colors in there. I mean, we understand it's 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 Oakland. It is a black hole, but it's not really bright and airy like the no, new stadium in very, LA. It's very it's, Raiders. It's, 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 it's very, very Raiders. it's very Raiders. It's a nice stadium. It's beautiful. It's brand new. Don't get me wrong. But it, you know, just maybe a little bit of contrast. Some maybe some silver somewhere. Just add silver anywhere in that stadium just to brighten it up just a little <laughs> it looks bit. Looks like a, a, a field just, in the middle of a giant asphalt parking lot. Yeah, it's just a little. It's a little. It's a little too dark. I mean, like even even the Atlanta stadium. It just it's it's more light and yeah. airy. Uh, but uh, you know, this this was an impair. Uh, an, impressive display from the from the uh, Raiders I mean to be down early was it 17 nothing and to come back and win this game I was I was shocked I did not expect this Ben and and you were texting me early in this game like oh I I don't think I should have been that high on the Raiders I'm like you're right you should not have been that high on the Raiders but and you chose them you picked the Raiders to win I this did. game and I, I did. said you were stupid to do it but Ben why do I always doubt you well I don't know I don't why know. I doubt you well you always remember when I'm right but now I, I'm I wrong. doubt you and I doubt Bill Belichick for some reason and I should not <laughs> yeah, well, you're right about I understand why you would doubt me <laughs> you're right about Bill the Belichick. Cardinals right about the Cardinals right about this game I don't know I'm done I'm just gonna have you if I make any bets I'm listening to you well you know you try to win a lot of money on a little bit of money you gotta hedge your bets a little bit a little bit uh but Derek Carr 284 yards mostly in the second quarter through the fourth quarter 38 attempts uh 28 of 38 for 284 yards and three count them three touchdowns uh Jalen Richard with a touchdown Darren Waller was a beast in this game mm-hmm. only 105 yards but those 105 yards were extraordinary on 12 uh, 12 receptions in the game, but he really, really helped carry this team from a receiving point of view. Zay Jones with the touchdowns, Alec Ingold with a touchdown as well. I think they had a pick six in the game. Nicholas Morrow was able to get a pick six off Breeze, I believe. I mean, this, I mean, what do you think? I mean, Drew Breeze not looking much like Drew Breeze with 312 yards, one touchdown, and one interception on yeah, 38 attempts. I'm believe, I mean, look at, you know, maybe it's. He, Kamara he, got his touch. We got thirteen Kamara touches. Got his touches. I mean, six, six, uh, you know, two touchdowns and uh, six yard average right there, which is pretty impressive too. But um, you know, Drew Brees really can't throw the ball that far down the field. I mean, he really cannot toss it more than maybe fifteen yards. I mean, he looks very weak out there. He's getting old, and his arm strength is really showing it. I mean, they, they, if this continues, they're they're going to struggle. 
Yeah, but only, I mean, look at this. The Raiders, 17 points in the second quarter, 7 points in the third quarter, and 10 points Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter. Kamara, again, with only 13 touches. For some strange reason, Latavius Murray is on the playing surface. I'm not sure why that is. Uh, Kamara with 9. He did have 9 receptions for 95 yards, but still, I mean, Kamara's got to get the ball more on the ground. Taysom Hill only had two carries in the game, did not throw the ball. But this is a huge win for the Raiders. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I mean, 2-0 I, I, and o in this division, and you're going to have to have a hell of a record. I mean, I know you can, the, the seventh playoff spot. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you want to compete for that playoff spot, you're going to have to play against the, Chief, the Chiefs twice as well in this division. So this is a great, great win for them. Mm-hmm. Shock me. No. Hell yeah. I mean, it, I, picked them. Them. I picked them because in my mind, I thought they had a chance to win this game, especially at home with Breeze. Yeah. Now, I've said multiple times that they're going to be a better team this year, but I still chose against them in this one. I thought the Saints were still going to come out and win this game. Um, but, you know, it was, it was especially being up like they were. You know, it was 17 nothing at one point, if I'm not mistaken. I, I in the second quarter. In the second quarter. And, and, and for them to lose this game, for the Raiders to come back and win, I was surprised i was shocked yeah this was sort of a reverse the script for the for the raiders because they usually i mean john gruden's really good at scripting that first few series of plays they typically go their way and then they mm-hmm. implode later on in that you know when they get to the tail end of the first quarter through yeah. the fourth quarter but raiders fans. But they didn't actually script the scripted plays did not work mm-hmm. but the later plays in yeah. the game and the later game plan that gruden had i mean i got to give the guy a lot of credit I, i'm not a huge fan of his but I, I i i see the saints and i think i predicted this before the season I just see the Saints not being able to compete at this kind of at this level if Drew Brees is going to no. continue to be behind center. No. It's not a commentary on Drew Brees. It's just he's older. He just doesn't have the skill set that he well, once he, had. He and that's just the, that's just life. I mean he has a skill. He just has the arm strength. I mean he knows what he wants to do, but he can't do it. And that's that's the problem. Um and and you know, for for all Raiders fans out there, you should really be proud of this victory against the Saints. I you know, I, I think the Raiders are gonna they 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 might prove something this year. Yeah, I mean it's, that it's might be another time. fun division it's to watch. It's been a long time since the Raiders have had any sort of success. Uh, success. Yeah, success and Carr is a better quarterback than people give him credit for. Yeah, a few years he's ago, he just yeah. hasn't been on a great team. Yeah, no. And I, I think this is a signature win for them. You know, Drew Brees. As much as I have appreciated his skills and his ability. To throw for just Boku, no, Boku you yards. No, I'm not. A Bree- I'm not a Breeze fan. You're a Drew Brees. I'm hater. not a Breeze fan. But I, have, I mean, I can't dispute just it. Just like you're not an Aaron Rodgers fan for some reason, Ben. Yeah, but I don't you know can. Why. But Rodgers' arm is still able to get that oh, ball younger, down the younger. field really quickly. Well, Roethlisberger too is the yeah. same age, around the same age, right? Still able to get the ball out there. But Drew Brees, I don't know for some reason. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he just he he's not the same guy. He doesn't have the same arm strength that he did, even even for plays um, that they drop for you know longer yardage, deep passes. I mean, you know, Taysom Hill is the one going in there and stepping in at center, whoever. I mean, you know, Drew Brees is just not the guy that can launch the ball down the field anymore. And and if you can't do that, then you're just not going to find any sort of success. Yeah, and they're getting a little bit too clever, I think, as well. I mean, Sean Payton's getting a little bit too clever. Mm-hmm. But there might be, you know, you might see more Taysom Hill moving forward. You might even see Jameis Winston at some point. But I think you are going to see more Taysom Hill, you know, as the season progresses. Uh, the defense, I, did, I expected the defense to play a little bit better. I thought the Raiders would win, but I didn't think there would be 56 points in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, I mean, the Saints, for the Saints' defense, which is really their strength right now to give up 34 points, even on the road. Uh, shock me, but you know, give John Gruden credit. Yep. Uh, you know, Sonya, you know, has a a loved one who is very happy. I'm sure at this outcome, I was rooting for this outcome in this game. Uh, so you know, good for you, John Gruden, and let's see how it goes in that division. 
Uh, last game, I'm not even going to bring up the stats for this game unless yeah, Friday wants to see them. I, I I did not watch this game. I, I you know I don't know what to expect from the Dolphins or from the Jags. They're not going to be good either one of them this year. They're not going anywhere. They could have so. nine playoff spots, and still cares? neither one of these teams yeah, is going yeah. to make it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know the Dolphins are just sort of you know this is a season where they're just going. It's a placeholder season until they get two out there. Why? With, I don't know why they would I don't even know why we saw what Herbert, Herbert did, did this weekend, and to not throw. Tagovailoa in there? I, 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 why not? What, what do you have to lose? You have absolutely nothing to lose in this division, especially with the way New England now is yeah. playing. And Fitzpatrick with the way the well, Bills are playing. Are you going to be fighting for third or fourth place in the division between you and the Jets? I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. And Fitzpatrick played well, but so what? Yeah, who cares? He, you know, plays, he, he plays well. There, there are stretches where he plays well. And Minshew just, you know, didn't have a good game. Defense didn't play well, but uh, I just don't understand if you're the Miami Dolphins why you wouldn't want to be sitting where the Arizona Cardinals are right now mm-hmm. next year mm-hmm. rather than sitting where the you know the Chargers are right now unless unless you know Tagovailoa is still having some injury issues you know from 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 college still but um you know if, if he's completely healthy there's no reason why he should be sitting on the bench and watching Fitzpatrick play football no. yeah and if he still has injury issues from college football then he should not have been your draft pick uh but Franny they'll wrap up our I mean a fun week too and I and I can't wait to go through these week three picks because I think there are a lot of picks in here it's a lot tough. of games that are tough very close. To pick, and when we get to the betting corner, it's going to be even tougher. Yeah, uh, I was struggling with my parlay. Yeah, I mean, I had some teasers in there. I had some I was, straight up bets. I, I, I was so high on my parlay picks last week, you, and it didn't pan out. Did you throw the Eagles in there? No, you didn't. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Rams for sure. Uh, but I, I thought the Vikings were a better team. Yo, well, Kirk, motherfucking cousins. He's I, on your Mount Rushmore <laughs> of mediocre quarterbacks. Well, mediocre to above average quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was okay last year. But we can get, you want to get through these, uh, through the picks this uh-huh. week? So first up, Niners, 49ers at the Giants at MetLife. That's a little bit harder now with Nick Mullins behind behind center for the Niners, that but is it's still true. the Giants. That is true. Without Saquon. I still think the Niners, even with their injuries, still have a strong defense. Uh, you know, Saquon, like you said, is missing. Um, I, I think the Niners still win this one. I think it's be close, but I think the Niners can pull it off. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think Joe Judge got a little ways to go in this in this in this season. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners in this mm-hmm. game. I think they still have enough, and they have better coaching. Yeah, I think the Niners are going to win. Uh, next up, Washington at. The Cleveland Browns and a barn burner. The Browns, the Browns played well too. We, you know, they, they played did. well. They they played well last weekend, and uh, you know Washington played like Washington does, and and you know the Eagles couldn't show the you know show the league that they were a bad team. The Eagles actually fucking lost that game, but um, you know I, I think the Browns are going to play decent enough to win this game. They're not going to win the division. They're not going to be even second place in the division, but I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I think the Browns are going to win this game. I think uh, watching Cam Newton play. Under Bill Belichick, maybe Ron Rivera is very likable and well respected by everyone, but maybe not be may not be as good a coach as some might think. Uh, next, up, <laughs> next up, I don't even uh, Bengals at Eagles. I'm going to let you pick this game first. You know, well, last week I picked the Rams to beat the Eagles. Uh, the week <laughs> before pick the that, Bengals to win the Eagles. The week before that, I picked Washington or no, the Eagles to beat Washington. But in this game, wow. in this game, I would expect the Eagles, after the struggles these last two weeks, to come out and actually <laughs> Joe prove, to prove themselves. So, I mean, even against a, a bad football team, to prove themselves and come out with a victory. And I, you know, I'm gonna have to choose the Eagles in this one. They're playing at home. The Boo Birds might come out. The the <laughs> over over the uh, 
you know, the PA system out there. <laughs> well, I got to pick the Eagles. I have to pick the Eagles. I mean, I'll pick the Bengals when I see Joe Burrow. I mean, he played well yeah, played enough, well. Uh, but that team still doesn't have the kind of players on defense that it needs. So I'm, I, I'll pick the Eagles. But in that next game. week, if we're talking about an Eagles loss, I'm not going to be shocked by that either. Yeah, but the, I mean, the Bengals got Joe Burrow. So, I mean, it's not last year. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up, Raiders at this, Patriots. This is an interesting game. It is. It, you didn't think it would be. Yeah. But this it, is a tough one. This, this, is, a, this is a toss-up, end. This is really a 50-50 right here. I don't know what to expect from either team right now. Uh, with the way Cam Newton played against the Seahawks, with the way they played against the Seahawks in general, was pretty impressive. And then what the Raiders did against the C- uh, the Saints, man, I... I, I you know, I could just toss a coin and see you know where it lands, and 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 that would be my winner in this one. I have no idea who to choose in this one. Who do you think? I got a quarter uh, okay. for you here. <laughs> All right, here I'm going right to take here. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. All right, so heads, Raiders, tails, Patriots. I'm going to toss it right now. <laughs> tails, Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm probably wrong. That was not a good toss. I'm probably yeah. <laughs> wrong to choose the Raiders in this game. The Patriots will probably win, but I think the Raiders are riding high going into Foxborough. We shall see. But I think they have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the hapless Bears at. Well, the Bears are two and zero. Yeah, they're still pretty hapless, <laughs> given the teams that they and zero. That is That's true. All that, that matters. Is true. But Trubisky with the interceptions this week, back to Trubisky form. We'll see. Uh, the Falcons could put up points, so I think these two teams, the Falcons, will just ultimately put up more points I think than the so. Bears. I think so. I would. I would choose the Falcons in this one. Uh, next up, Rams at Bills. Another tough one. Yeah, I think the Rams. Ooh, I've, I've been impressed by the Rams. I mean, the Bills. At, but at at the at the somewhat chilly-ish. That's true. That's true. Buffalo, they're, they're, the Rams Bills. are flying west, and the the Rams are actually putting up a lot of mileage early on yeah. in the season. They flew to Philadelphia last week, flew back to LA. Now they're flying back to the East Coast once again. Um, we'll see if that affects them in any sort of way. But I I, I think um, I think McVeigh has done a very good job so far to start the season. You know, not that McDermott has been terrible, but uh, I, I I give a slight edge to the Rams in this one. So far, you know, the Allen to Diggs connection has been there. Allen has been crisp mm-hmm. so far. He a has a little more crispness, right, yeah. Ben? <laughs> I would want a little bit more crispness. <laughs> I'm looking at the screen, so I can't. I don't have yeah, the yeah. Uh, sound effect app up because I have to read the screen. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah. I think I think Allen is. I think it's going to be close. It's probably going to be. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what the over under in, in this Rams game is. Bills for you, Ben. All right. I don't. Well, that's our adopted team. One of our adopted teams, yeah. the Bills. I think the Bills are going to win. I would be opposed to them winning. Yeah. I just don't know if they're going to do it at home. I think they got this one. Yeah. It was on the road. Different story. Uh, next up, Texans at the Steelers. Was much more confident think? until the second half of last week's game. Uh, but I'm still going to take the Steelers in yeah. this game because I, you know, Bill O'Brien. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, you know, the Steelers did struggle, but like we mentioned, Denver does have a good defense. Texans don't really have a good defense, it seems. Um, and and uh, I think the Steelers are going to put a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson this weekend. And uh, he's going to find some difficulty. He's going to be running for his life like he has been for the last couple of seasons. Um, I'm, I'm predicting maybe three or four sacks, uh, you know, quite a few pressures, maybe nine or ten knockdowns. And uh, I think the, uh, the, the, uh, the corners are going to pick it up for the Steelers. And I think the Steelers should win at home. All right. Two interceptions. I agree with that. Uh, Steelers are going to, Ben Roethlisberger is going to get better every week, I hope. Uh, next up, this is a tough one too. These are a lot of tough games on the, mm-hmm. on the slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans at your Minnesota Vikings. I can, I you know, I'm going to choose the Titans. I, I have no <laughs> confidence. I have absolutely no confidence. What's the over under on Kirk Cousins' interceptions in this game? 
I, I, w- I would say, you know, I think he's going to be safe. I think he's going to be safe this week. Uh, he might not, he, he's not going to throw any interceptions, but he's not going to throw for that many yards either. He's going to try to be as safe as he can with the football. But yeah. the Titans are going to win this one. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Vikings in this game. I think this is their comeback game. They're going to beat the Titans at home in front of their home fan noise. And they'll, they'll, I think the Vikings are going to win this game. I'm not going to say anything, Ben. I've added you the last couple of weekends. It's going to be I said, close. I said that your pick of the Arizona Cardinals over the Niners was ridiculous. Was ridiculous. And I also said the same thing with the Raiders over the Saints. You were right in bo- on both occasions. Uh, this time around, uh, you know. I'm not going to doubt you at all if all the right. Vikings do win. I'm not. Yeah, well, I mean, stop. it's only because they're so outlandish that you remember them. You don't remember <laughs> all the ones I got wrong. Uh, but I just think because they're at home and they've they got, were at they, home. They, is, were, they were at home against uh, who was the, against the the first game that they played the season. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So. but that was the first game. I, I just think they've got to win this game to stay on to get to right the ship a little bit and and I think that their they, Viking I think, ship. Uh, I see. What, yeah. yeah, I see what you did there. I think Viking. I think I think Zimmer will have a. This will be okay. They'll be okay. Uh, next up, Panthers, Chargers. Panthers at the beautiful SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Or I should say the SoFi Grounds. It, it's yeah. It's it's basically they have everything there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's they have a lake, waterfalls. It's really uh, sad that nobody could go see housing. that housing. I mean, you know, it, it's a whole complex built yeah. around it, and it's beautiful. Um, but I, you know, the Chargers really impressed me last week, and uh, without Christian McCaffrey, if he's out of this game. I don't. The, the Panthers have absolutely no chance of winning any games without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, with and the, I hope Herbert plays for the rest. of I the think season. he will because I think Tyrod. It feels better, no, but, but for I, the rest of the season, yeah. not even this game. Well, but, that's Anthony yeah. Lynn. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to take the Chargers as well. I think without McCaffrey, Chargers with their defense and and with the players they got on offense, I think they got a chance mm-hmm. to beat the win this game probably by double digits mm-hmm. potentially. Uh, next up, the Jets at the Colts. Does it matter? Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts. I would pick probably Oaks Christian High School over the Jets right now. <laughs> hey, Joe Christian. Montana's child's alma mater. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a big game. The Cowboys at the Seahawks, Friday. Seahawks. I'm oh, gonna, this I can't, is a I can't. really hard game to pick. No, it's not, Ben. Yeah, come on. I, th- I think the Seahawks are going to come out and win this one. I mean, the, the Cowboys had no business winning that game last weekend. Had absolutely no business winning that game. They should have lost. They should be 0-2. They're not, unfortunately. But, you know, I think the Seahawks are a much better team. I mean, the Seahawks, they look very, very solid this year. The Cowboys are sort of puttering along. Yeah, I just have a, a request of the Seahawks. I'm going to pick the Seahawks in the game, please. For all... That is right with the universe. Don't make me watch Michael Irvin gloat again this week. I don't want to see we don't want that to see... pathetic display on the NFL Network. We don't want to see Sonya cry. Yeah, I don't want to see Sonya cry, and I don't want to see Michael Irvin go on and you know pretend that the Cowboys are a viable franchise with a historical history of winning under Jerry Jones. Yeah. I just don't want to see it again. Uh, Lions at Cardinals. Cards. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm, the cards. I'm sold. The cards. I mean, I'm sold on the cards, man. The cards look good. Yeah, cards at home. Big red. I, yeah, I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Unfortunately, against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, eh, Buccaneers on the road at Mile High against the Broncos. 
I think it's going to be closer than most people expect. I, I still think the Bucks are going to pull it out. Yeah, but, you but their have, defense. You have high hopes for the Broncos quarterback. Their de- well, he he was impressive <laughs> against you guys, man. <laughs> that, he actually true. played pretty well. Driscoll actually played well in that game. And uh, is it yeah. Jeff? Jeff Driscoll? I think so. Or Jack? <laughs> Jack? Jeff, yeah. Sounds Jack. Jack. Yeah. Jeff, I don't know. I'm not sure. Jefferson. Yeah. Jack. Je- Jefferson Driscoll, <laughs> the third. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks in this game. I yeah. think they've I think they've righted the ship again. Another team with a with a ship theme. Uh, I think the Buccaneers are gonna win this game and many, many, many more after it. Yeah. Here is the game of the week, and thank goodness it's an evening game, so everyone gets to watch it. The Packers, Franny's Packers at the Nolan Saints. What say you? Uh, no, Michael Thomas, right? No, Michael a- Thomas, and a Drew Brees that can barely throw the ball five yards down the field. Uh. <laughs> That's that's the sound that he makes. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I see the Packers winning this one. Yeah, I agree. I think the Packers are going to win this by, you know, somewhere between three and five points. Uh, but here is the big game. Golly, golly, gee. The Chiefs at the Ravens. <laughs> I could go from motherfucker to golly, gee. See, I'm a, it's a, uh, well, I, mean, I have, what, have what, a wide what, repertoire. What, what do you think, Ben? I mean, the Ravens? Oh, I think the Chiefs, right I think the Chiefs are going to win. The home, there's no home field advantage really. It's bad, yeah. uh, but they, not, did, they didn't have a did. great showing last week. The yeah. Chiefs, they they were kind of. I mean, even though they won, they were a little bit embarrassed mm-hmm. at uh, at Los Angeles. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. It's going to be a high scoring yeah. affair. I don't know if you can hear the neighbors next door. Yeah. One of the few Chargers fans in L.A. They're having a poker tournament uh, next door legal. Yes, exactly. And, just uh, a friendly tournament. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's just like chips that they're playing for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you can hear any uh, background noise, um, that's them. But uh, I, the, the Chiefs, I also, Ben, I would choose them in this one. Oh, you're taking the Chiefs the over Chiefs, the Ravens. Yeah. I'm shocked. I hope so. I hope I'm so. shocked. Just imagine they lose the, the, the Steelers win. You're sitting atop the AFC. I hope so. AFC. North. Yeah. I, I always have to point that. Always. You just, I, you, come I, on. Always. We've been doing this for long I enough. Would want a little bit more, more Christmas from you, yeah, Ben. Come on, for sure. And, and I, I was throwing sure. out there. I hear I AFC, and I'm like, my brain just freezes. <laughs> I'm like, what? What division is it? Because <laughs> we used to be in. What did we used to be in? It when it was uh, there was used to when there was three divisions. I think there was right or two. Yeah, that was back a long before the time they, ago. Yeah, back before they went north, south, east, west. There, I think there were only three divisions mm-hmm. or three conf- uh, three divisions within a conference. Uh, but those are our picks of the week. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our tag team news, our thirst and goal news. Your 2-0 Steelers, Sonya's 2-0 Seahawks, and my 0-2 Eagles. And the good news just keeps on coming. So hold yeah. tight, folks. We'll be right back with our tag team news. All right, and we are back with our tag team news. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to continue, Ben. Like I'm throwing it at you. That's true. I'm that's throwing true. it at you. Sorry, I'm a little bit hungry right yeah, now for yeah, some unknown I know, reason. I, I can feel my stomach grumble yeah. just a little bit. Uh, so yeah, so we are going to get the tag team news. Friday Steelers or Friday's Eagles, as he said, my Steelers and Sonya Seahawks. Friday, what do you want to take first? Well, the Eagles are first. All right, so this is a, let's talk about this shit team. An interesting little bit of I just wanted to read this out loud so that Friday could hear it and digest it and give me 
his thoughts about it. Uh, quarterback Carson Wentz attempted to talk people off ledges, which is impossible in Philadelphia after losing to the Rams and falling to 0-2. Wentz admitted to frustration with the way things have gone in the first two weeks of the season before telling people that the big picture hasn't changed for the team at this point. Wentz said, we're obviously frustrated. You never want to start 0-2, Wentz said in a post-game press conference. Last week, the way we lost to Washington, starting 0-1 is obviously not what we want and not how we expect to finish ball games. And then today, coming out behind again is not where you want to be, but we know there's enough things that we've done through two games, offensively speaking. Yeah, it was offensive that we can put mm-hmm. on the tape and know we're right there. We're right there and just missing some things. We're right there. Don't panic. We'll be okay. I've always had all the confidence in the world, in the world, in our defense. Things happen, but we're not panicking and excited to get back to it. Frane would say you. Yeah. No, I mean, no, look, I have no issue with the Eagles losing to the Rams. The Rams are a good football team. You know, they obviously were playing in Philadelphia, but still, I wasn't shocked by that loss. That first game of the season, that is a game that you should win. When you're up 17 nothing. you're on the road. Whether or not there's fans there, you've got to win that game. And that's where I was disappointed. And that's where I knew that things were a little funny Hinky. in in, in, in Philly land. Uh, but that, that I mean, I, he's speaking to the media. Yeah, I mean, this, this is just a, the regular gibberish that any other quarterback would gibberish. give you. It is, I mean, I, you know. And he had his necklace yeah, and the gray whatever, shirt right? with know, the black jogger on. He, out of all the players on the team, he's really got to turn things around. I've been really disappointed the first two games with Carson Wentz. I talked about it earlier in the podcast. I mean, his, his accuracy issues, you know, being similar to what Dak Prescott was, although Dak Prescott has gotten better with his accuracy, unlike Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is actually regressing from where he was in 2017. He has not been the same player after that injury, you know, jumping into the end zone against the Rams um, in that season. Uh, You know, last year, he did turn things around late on, but we can't do that year after year, fall behind, and then try to come back and win. I mean, yeah. we, we were, we're only so lucky because our division is so bad that we actually have the opportunity to make the playoffs, but it's not always going to be that way. You can't rely on the rest of the division being terrible. Well, you have division, to be, that might be something you could rely on but for some you, number of years to come. You have to be good. You have to be that team that elevates, that is the best team in the division, and right now, they are one of the sorriest teams in the league. There's not too many teams that are worse than the Eagles right now. The not Jets, even the Jags. Or the Miami no, the Dolphins. Jets are bad. Oh, the Jets might be worse. The, the Jets are bad. The Vikings are bad, but the Eagles are right up there. And Ugh. I mean, I, they're, they're, I, there's not one, there's no saving grace. I mean, they're all bad. Everything, every facet of the game has been terrible. Defense is terrible. Offense is terrible. Special teams is terrible. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's just all bad. But what do you and, attribute Wentz's? I mean, because uh, I don't let's know be honest. I don't know what it is. Like you said, it's, 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 be, it's he struggles. The, this is not the first time. That's no, between the ears. And, 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 but what, I mean, what's the explanation? I mean, they have sports psychologists, they have trainers, they have, you know, you can stay in the building for 20 hours a day and sleep there if that's what you would so wish to do. Mm-hmm. You know, why does he go through these periods of where he just doesn't look like he has really, quite frankly, any idea what he's doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there are times. I mean, the first the game, game, he was just getting crushed by yeah, the defense. And yeah, exactly. And that, that, that sort of thing shouldn't really happen. But in this game, they had a different game plan, and uh, they they gave him the opportunity to win, and he just didn't take those opportunities. He was overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys, throwing interceptions. 
And, um, you know, out of all of the players on the team, I blame a lot of guys on that team, the defense, the offense. Jalen Hurts was on the field for a play or two. And, and he he probably should come in. We, we should utilize him. At, you know, he, he was chosen in the second round. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't be on the field and, and maybe play a Taysom Hill role. Um, you know, as as good as Carson Wentz is running the ball, Jalen Hurts is a little bit better yeah. at running the ball, you know, so why not line up, you know, it's not really a wildcat formation because he's a quarterback, but he's a running quarterback, you know, why not throw out some trick plays right there? Um, you know, I mean, I, I, it, it's, 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 I, I don't know. They just don't seem prepared right now. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, all the teams in the league, there was no preseason at all for anybody, but everybody seems prepared. It seems like the Eagles, they just aren't there. They're not on the same level. They're not on the same competitive level as everybody else, and it is very disappointing to watch. Yeah, and, and he carried it. Well, I mean, not single-handedly, obviously, but he really helped carry that team down the stretch last year, winning he some did. big, big games Don't to get, get them wrong. into the playoffs. He's, he's showed some flashes so, of, he, of being a great quarterback, but... He's he's shown. I just don't see that leadership. Points. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can't explain it myself. I really, and it doesn't I can't. have to be for me to see. I don't have to see it. Uh, as long as the team sees it and feels it. But I, I just I see he just again. I think I said it at some point during last season. He there there are times when he just looks lost, mm-hmm. and he just can't get back on track. I think he will. I think they've got a decent team. I think the division is easily winnable. Or at least getting into that seventh spot, the Cowboys will will see what the Cowboys do. But they have two games against the Giants. They have another game against Washington, and they should be able to win nine games this year yeah. if they can right the ship. But, but Carson Wentz can't continue. To Lucky go. if we win nine. Ben. But year after year to just have yeah, these stretches two, where he kinda, just yeah. looks like he doesn't know what he's between doing. Good and extremely bad. And these last two games, even against Washington. He he it would he was been, running for his it, life. It really, that yeah, but it should have been. Game. But he made the the throws that he made those interceptions. Though he he those throws should not have been made because he had time to throw those balls. But he, he made throw. terrible throws even when he had time. Yeah, so. one I think one they were down there in scoring position. Yeah, yeah, and he and he had the fumble. He's been he fumbles more. I mean, he does than, fumble than yeah, any like other with that. Basically, than more than any other quarterback in the league, he fumbles the ball. I think he leads the league ever since he came into the league in 2016. Oh, really? He has the most fumbles of any quarterback. So he's got to figure out how to hold on to the ball better and just be more accurate with the football. Yeah, I, I just know. don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it because it seems like it's sort of Groundhog Day every year. We mm-hmm. have to go through this stretch of games with him. Yeah. Uh, next up. Anyways. Some good news. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. They did suffer some injuries this week. The Seahawks earned a huge victory over the New England Patriots on Sunday night, but they lost two key pieces of the defense for the rest of the season. Strong side linebacker pass rusher Bruce Irvin, who they picked up, who was a Seahawk. He had gone somewhere in the South. I can't remember where. And safety Marquise Blair, the team's number one nickel defensive back, both sustained ACL, ACL injuries all over the league uh, in Sunday's 35-30 win over the Pats. And they will both need season-ending surgery. Both Bruce and Marquise are going to have surgery, so that means that they will be done for the season, which is a really big blow. Seahawks' Pete Carroll said, I know there are a lot of teams that lost players this weekend. We certainly felt it with both of these guys. Both of these guys have a lot to offer. Flipping the page. Both have a lot to offer our team in their attitude and approach and style of play, so it'll be difficult to replace those guys in that regard. Uh, They did get uh, uh, Shaquille Griffin back this week. There was some concern that he wouldn't be able to play this week, but losing Irvin 
I mean, that's a big blow mm-hmm. to them because he was going to be a starting linebacker for them. And the last thing that Seahawks need after that loss was problems on defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's true. But, you know, they, they always seem to, you know, find a pretty good foundation on defense. I mean, no matter who the players are, they still perform fairly decent no matter what name is on the back of the jersey for the Seahawks. Yeah, just stay healthy. Yeah, Everybody well, stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, those sorts of things happen. I mean, look, I don't I mean, want to knock on wood, but the Steelers have the, been able to stay healthy so Niners far. The Niners have more concerns <laughs> in that division than the Seahawks. Yeah, but I mean, we thought that the the Niners would be the primary competition going into the season. Well, I thought that the you know that the Cardinals would be primary or, or some competition. Yeah. All right, next up, Big Ben and the Steelers. In the pregame television broadcast before the Pittsburgh Steelers game with the Denver Broncos, former Pittsburgh head coach Bill Cower spoke to quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. The two covered a variety of subjects, but during the interview, Cower, who drafted Roethlisberger in 2004, took us to the Super Bowl and a Super Bowl win against uh, that was that first one was against Arizona. the Seahawks and then against no, the Seahawks and then the Arizona, right? Yeah. Uh, brought up the address changes of multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks this year. Tom Brady headed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Phillip Rivers with the Indianapolis Colts at Harley, but those two in the same category. Coward put Roethlisberger on the spot and asked him to go on the record that he if he'd ever play for another team. Roethlisberger wasn't quite ready to go that far. But he did say if the Steelers ever wanted to trade him, he would probably just retire. Well, I think it's sort of out of the question to go anywhere right now. I mean, you know, he's not. Yeah, Brady left. Rivers yeah, left. Know, but but uh, well, Peyton Manning oh, left. Yeah, but, but Joe Montana left. Yeah. Joe Namath left. Yeah, but for Roethlisberger, I mean, it, it, he's not on the same physical level of Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady still has... Hey, hey, I'm hey, hey now. I'm just saying, I mean, he... he, he, he Looks just, can be deceiving. No, it's it's the truth. I mean, that's, <laughs> he, he he looks like how how physically able he is. I mean, like, like that big belly that he had with the, the scruffy beard and everything, that is Roethlisberger. He's not in any physical condition to go anywhere else. I don't, I don't think any other team would really... Really? ...reach on Roethlisberger like wow. they would on Tom Brady. I don't know. Wow. I, I mean, do you think... Wow. Do you, I mean, do you think there's another team out there... You think... Phil, that, well, Philip Rivers is not a physical specimen. Yeah, but I mean... He, he has never, zero he never, running, rushing Yeah, but, but there's the a difference. There, there's also a difference. I mean, you know... Brothersberger has that connection to the Steelers. Tom Brady has that connection to New England, whereas the Chargers don't really have any connection to any sort of player because they're just uh, the Chargers. You know, the, the Chargers, exactly. I mean, you know, they could they could change players, interchange the here and there, trade guys away, but there's it's not gonna be like that same sort of a loss that you would feel with Tom Brady leaving New England or 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 Roethlisberger leaving the Steelers. I mean, the Chargers are like the Clippers. You know, it's it's like yeah. it doesn't matter who's there, who's not. I mean, there's not that same connection to the city. You know, Roethlisberger he has that connection. Brady has that connection. You know, obviously Montana had that connection. That was late in his career, and that's a whole different story. But I, I you know, I don't see Roethlisberger going anywhere yeah, at all. It was all, just ever, it was music to my soon. ears that I wouldn't have to worry about such a thing. I don't know that the Steelers would trade him, although I think it certainly would make sense potentially to trade away a, a Ben Roethlisberger if you can get a first round pick, and you're looking I'm still to pick up he can stay a Justin Herbert or somebody like that. Yeah, I hope he can stay healthy, but it was it was nice to, that Bill Cower put him on the spot, and it was nice actually to see those guys talking because, you know, he he drafted him, and, and we had some really, really great years with Roethlisberger and Cower, two Super Bowl, well, one Super Bowl title, and then after Cower left, we got the Super Bowl win over the Arizona, uh, Arizona and then the loss, unfortunately, 
that Franny was present for to Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and the bit. Green Bay Packers. Um, I did. Cry, I, I wanted to cry a little bit during was, that. Oh yeah, that was I was consoling you because that was that was on our way to six, but we only but we stopped at two. So, but it was just heartening to hear that and to know that that you know, regardless of what you feel about Ben Roethlisberger, Steeler fans really should be they should feel lucky that we've been able to play this many years and watch this team for this many years with a quarterback at that caliber because there are a lot of teams that don't get that and they don't have that opportunity. Yeah, he isn't quite Tom Brady. Yeah, he isn't quite Joe Montana. He isn't quite Aaron Rodgers. But he does give the team a, t- a, team a chance to win, and if everybody does their job, they can win a Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, I feel lucky that he's been there this long, regardless of how you feel about him personally. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our drinking portion of the oh, show, actually. Only, we thought we would make it out of here in less than three hours. Yeah, duh. Well, we still might. We still we might. might make it we about maybe two hours and 59 minutes <laughs> in. But it's our drinking portion of the show. We have our shot of the week, our beverage of the week, our beer of the week. And first up, we have our shot of the week. All right, folks, hold tight. We'll be right back with our shot of the week. All right, and we are back with our shot of the week, which was inspired by <laughs> the inspired by the very, very poor, crappy, shitty play of the Philadelphia Eagles. And appropriately Playoffs. we've named we'll talk about Playoffs? Appropriately Playoffs? We've named I just hope we can win a game. This shot. The doo-doo birds, because it is complete <laughs> doo-doo. Whatever they're doing on the field is complete crap. Doug and I'm Peterson, sure Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, yeah, the new normal. Is this the new normal, Doug Peterson? If this is the new normal, then we should fire you right now if this is the new normal. But this is, I mean, it's been a disgusting display on the football field. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is a dumpster fire. Is, <laughs> And and uh, it is it is it is uh, it is just it's despicable. It really is. I mean, for all the passionate Eagles fans out there, for this to be our favorite football team, for this to represent, <laughs> for this to represent the what is it? The midnight green. This is not it. Is that the is that the color green? That I, they, I, is, I, is that what they call I, it? The I, midnight I, green. Something like that. I'm just sick and tired of. These last two weeks, you know, if 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 they decided to cancel the season, I wouldn't be pissed, Ben. You would, I wouldn't be pissed. Oh, it's funny. That's a but, soap opera in Philadelphia. No, but it has been very, very disappointing. But the shot tonight is—it's all brown. It's a layered shot. Um, it was concocted with. Uh, I'm gonna put in the real Frane shot song <laughs> music here. None of that Philadelphia downer stuff. It's it's pretty disappointing. It's pretty disappointing. But the shot of the night was concocted with a little bit I'm of... already a, sticky. I'm already a, sticky from the shot. A, it's a sweet one. It's a sweet one. We have a little bit of amaretto with a little bit of Kahlua layered on top with some Baileys. And on the rim, as you can see, Ben, is some chocolate syrup representing... The crap. 
It looks actually. It looks like it, it, it actually, may taste better than the Philadelphia actually, Eagles season it, it does, is. It does. I mean, it, probably it, should have put it like some uh, tahini, like a like a tahini or like a, a, a jalapeno on the top. Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, it's it's, it's a very sweet right. shot. But I, I was just going for all the browns, like a darker brown. I mean, the man, the, the 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 Bailey's is not. It's it's creamy, so it's it's it, that adds to the creamy shit. Um, yeah, it's not even a, it's not even a good shit. It's a creamy it's shit a nice in Philadelphia. Creamy, nice creamy shit. We should call it the 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 boo bird shop. Yeah, but. it's a day after you know having drinks and <laughs> wings at. Buffalo Wild Wings type of yeah. bathroom experience. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's 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 been a very poor sh- uh, showing so far from the Eagles. Ben, we've all noticed that we've all we've all seen it. Witnessed the crap. Yeah, I just I, I mean I, I wish I had a local Philadelphia Eagles uh, television or radio feed that I could that I could get here just to hear sure the reaction would, would, after the game. Yeah, yeah, it would not be good, not very good, Ben. But let's give this shot a try. The shot is much sweeter than the Eagle season has been. But no tahini. I do apologize. Ah, taste. Get a little little tang, a little alcohol tang in there. Uh, I think that's from the Kahlua. It's the darker Kahlua, so a little bit higher in in (laughs) alcohol content. But it is creamy. It is oh, sweet. the chocolate syrup is good. Um, a little bit of clumpiness, kind of like Birchett. Yeah, it's um, kind of like, you know, Carson Wentz's play. Yeah, clumpy. <laughs> Not very smooth. No offensive player I, of the I, year. I, I, I probably should have um, just poured it down half of my mouth. <laughs> just like on the side, like <laughs> just like because my accuracy is not as good. I can't pinpoint where my mouth just is. Shoot it behind it, your shoulder, shoot, exactly. Just like that. Just like Carson Wentz is throwing it behind the shoulder. Shoot of Shoot it a lot to of the opposing players. team behind you. Oh my god. Oh, that but that was a pretty good shot. That was a good. Shot. I mean, it was, was very tasty. Probably very, too good for the Eagles. No, but I mean the uh, you know the the representation there. I mean, with oh, the, very nice with the with the chocolate syrup sort of drizzling down the edge. The side of the shot glass. I wonder you know. why you were in there so long. I'm like, hmm, what's he doing in there? And now I know what it was. Yeah, you were no. perfecting the, <laughs> the perfecting the, the 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 look, the appearance. Yeah, and you can getting find it to it, drizzle down the side. You can find that on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram at Thirst and and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Yeah, and for the record, folks, Franny does this every single week. The Eagles play terribly, and he still comes up with a shot. The Eagles play terribly again, and he still comes up with a shot. And notwithstanding my request for a shot with tahini and hot sauce for the last it's four been, weeks, it's been, it's I have not while. had it's one. Been a little while. But notwithstanding that, it's not my job to come up with the shots. Franny does this every single hey, week. You know what? If, if the Steelers win yeah. this weekend, it's going to be the Steelers are on a hot streak shot, and maybe I can oh, get some, there get, we go. some uh, get some tahini. Uh, we can get some yellow from the like the mango or something Ooh, like that. That yeah, mango I'm, shot I'm, you I'm did sure, was I'm nice. Sure, yeah, that, that that actually pretty good, but only if they win. Yeah, but he <laughs> does these things every week, folks. So please come back and listen to our show and and get a different shot every single week. Franny has to to research this tirelessly. Yes, all week. and he comes up with it. And I he, can't sleep. And he sits and he's in the kitchen, standing meticulously looking at these shots. He was so frustrated when we had to. <clears throat> excuse me. When we had to do these shot these shows remotely uh, at the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak, watching me put these shots together and seeing the pictures on Instagram and on Twitter, it was dis- it disgusted him. But to I see the-, the level of 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 amateurism that went into the shots when I did it. 
I wasn't as disappointed though, only because I was trying to find the worst shots that I could because I know I wouldn't be sampling them on the show. You would be the one, Ben, and the only one sampling them on the show. So I went out of my way to tr- try to find the worst shots. I think there was one good one in there. It was like the Ben Island was, iced tea. It was, it was like, I, I know some much... vodka with some, with some rum with some gin and put I, a little hot sauce in the top. I know how much you dislike rum. So there was quite there was a like few three rum shots. Rum in there. shots. I know how much you dislike tequila. There was a few tequila shots in there. So it was actually a joy for me to watch your reactions. A lot of folks are not able to see your reaction with rum, with tequila, Ugh. and the gagging Ugh. that would yeah. uh, Especially the uh, rum. commence after the... There was one shot that was like all rum. It was like 90% it, it was, rum. It was most of it. was. But that's your fault, too. You put all that rum in there. Well, but I, I just I follow direction. <laughs> I am but I am but a tool in this in this in this workbench or this work whatever you call it that work belt tool the, belt. Yeah, yeah, that's my tool belt. Yeah, yeah. Of, of of shots. So yeah, so he would give me the shots and then he would critique them and it was uh yeah it was it was like it was like me back in in physics in high school when I just you know I'd work four hours on a problem and still get it completely wrong. That was <laughs> my experience there. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our beverage of the week, which is an Irish whiskey. I It's an Irish. I, can't, I don't even know if I'm doing an Irish accent or a Scottish accent anymore. I don't know. But we haven't had too many Irish whiskeys on the show. I mean, we've had quite a few Scotches. We had like we've had, three, I think this, maybe? this might be our third or fourth George one, Dickel? maybe. The George Dickel, oh my God. <laughs> that wasn't That's, Irish. That, that was not Irish, Even but that's... The Irish would not claim no, that no, one. No, no, not at all. And, and we haven't been huge fans of the Irish whiskeys that we've had on the show, but we all we do try all the browns, Ben, on the show. Last week, we had a cognac. We always have bourbons. We have ryes. We have scotches. I thought this week, maybe mix it up a little bit with an Irish whiskey. But at least now I know why on Peaky Blinders, there was so much anger and everyone was fighting all the time. Because all the crew drank on that show or drinks on the show is Irish whiskey. I mean, and, and the actually the majority of the show is them sitting down somewhere drinking Irish whiskey. So that explains why they're so angry all the that time. Sounds like a good show. I do. Oh, watch Peaky it, Blinders actually. is probably is it on Netflix? Or Netflix. It's on Netflix. And there's right. four seasons, I think. That is probably. And we used to do TV show reviews back. Yeah. Remember well, when, I've been watching the Last Kingdom, Ben. I mean, you, that's the show that you recommended that I watch. And, uh, you know, for some, and I've caught up, I've, I've actually exceeded where you were because the fourth season is out. I mean, the, the series is done, but, uh, I'm, I'm beyond where you guys left off. But it's, it's actually a really well, I mean, it doesn't have the, the production value, obviously of no. Game of Thrones. No, with but the storyline, the storyline itself. It's, I think it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's based off of history <laughs> i mean you know it true ish events it it doesn't you know match it completely obviously um but you know it's it's definitely a good show um and uh you know the the the, the actors and everything i mean you know the, uh, there, there are certain people that you like certain people that you hate and that's what you want from a show to kind of you know drag you in and yeah. and, and you know keep it's you sort a, of connected and i really liked it yeah no it's it's definitely good i mean and and i'm, I'm beyond where you are and i'm sure you like it even more if you get onto the fourth season and I, yeah i gotta talk to sonia i mean that's how i feel i feel like you tried I I I, I, I love I love that's my, the one thing I, I love my Steelers, but then I'm in this house and Friday comes and I'm like I, the Eagles and the Seahawks. Yeah, I feel like I'm I don't you know I I can't say anything negative about the Steelers or about the Seahawks or the Eagles. I have to fight just as hard for those two teams, even though my oh, my true loyalty things. is to the Steelers. Yeah, Bevin Ba, Yeah, but I mean you know I, I, I that's the one annoying thing is British uh you know uh British actors. Um, trying to 
uh, mimic a uh, Danish accent. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little odd. I don't know why they they you know just just continue speaking with a British accent. It's 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 just it's really that yeah, kind of throws sure. me off. It, it almost sounds like Bear Grill sometimes when when Utrecht oh, is, is yeah yeah know, definitely for some reason. It is. I mean, it's interesting though. I mean, it, because it's it's you know it's it's a story as old as time, right? I mean, his conflict between where he is and his his roots with yeah, basically uh, his, with the Vikings. His, his throne was usurped. <laughs> Ex- I mean, essentially, because he was yeah. But um, that's basically what it is, and that's that's uh, that's kind of where the storyline starts. But and it's it, a great, it, it's it, a great show. Yeah, it is good. It is good. But Ben, you have to catch up, and we have time. I about do. It. Just yeah. doesn't have that. You know, like it took me like a. Maybe a season and a half to just—I mean, after after because we started watching it the second we stopped watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and just getting used to the because the production value Not of Game same. of Thrones and, and the battle scenes, and then you watch these battle scenes with the wooden shields. It's like, oh come on, man! Where's you know, where's the where's the production had, value? Where's the where's the? They, I'm sorry, Ben. They didn't have dragons back in they ancient. They didn't have a billion dollars to make the show. England yeah. with the Saxons and and you know the different regions of you know that territory at the time. But yeah, I mean, I, I started watching it. A buddy of mine at work knows all the history surrounding that show yeah. and the books that it was based on, and and it just it became pretty interesting yeah. to me. But there is there is the north and the south, just like in Game of Thrones. Hey, Wessex, <laughs> Mercia, <laughs> Northumbria. Yeah, I know. So you 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 do learn the different yeah. regions of you know uh, that territory before it became England. So. And and you know, it was not an easy life back then. No, not an easy life. There was a all lot right. of a lot of. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, people going at it, though, back then. Yeah, I mean, there, for no, sure. No condoms back then. Yeah, no condoms back then. Yeah. But luckily, the mortality rate was like 50%. Yeah. So, they, so at least they didn't so overpopulate England. probably died from a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> exactly. Pro- probably from something, yeah. All right, so what are we going to drink tonight, Brian? Uh, <laughs> well, tonight, Ben, you know, I, I don't know how to pronounce this, Ben. I mean, you're, you're so good with names. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but this is, oh, I love this. This is great. Perfect music for this yeah, band. Yeah, we got to have but a little Irish music how, how, in here. How, how would you say it? Was, is that the Napog? Napog? I would say Napog. Napog. I would say, yeah, I would say Napog. Napog Castle. Well, Castle, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> but Napog. I would Castle. Say. K-N-A-P-P-O-G-U-E. Yeah, but, you know, the, I, I pulled it off the shelf because the packaging was nice. It, it, it is a very nice packaging. I mean, I like that, um, that sort of sky blue um, with the, the you know the darker gray sort of I mean it, it, it is it is really nice I mean the presentation oh, it's is beautiful the, the presentation is very nice uh, but it also had very high ratings at total wine and and uh, it's something that we haven't tried on the show an Irish whiskey that had high ratings um, but this one does and uh, Ben I'm sure you have some information for us I do I mean I think total wine should just switch up their rating scale for Irish whiskeys just have sucks doesn't suck you might like and this you might like this. <laughs> That would probably be a better rating scale for no. Actually, uh, we haven't had a lot of luck, so with I'm sure Irish whiskeys. I mean, if you could, if you could go out and buy a scotch for the same price, buy a scotch. But we're thirsting gold, so we try everything from everywhere, no matter where it comes from. Yes. As long as it's aged in a barrel, we try it. Exactly. This is the the Napoleon Castle, twelve year old signature expression. It's an exceptional single malt made exclusively from malted barley. Triple distilled one batch at a time in traditional onion-shaped copper pot stills. The whiskey is then aged in bourbon oak casks for 12 years. The delicate distillation process, along with the moist and temperate climate, yields the distinctive 
flavor of this remarkable Irish single malt. The aroma is rich and biscuity with notes of peppery spice. The taste is mellow and well-balanced with a bright and elegant fruitiness and mild spice flavors. The finish is medium, clean, and smooth. If I had better glasses, I could read the awards that they won there. There was an Irish whiskey, I think a gold award in 2014. And uh, can you read that? Beverage Testing Institute, gold, 2014. And the last one, I am not sure, but is is it is a 92 rating. The pixelation on the screen uh, does not allow me to read that. Yeah, I mean, our you know, you'll get there, folks. If you're younger than uh, younger than we are, you'll get there with your eyesight. I, I just think it's the pixelation yeah. on the screen right there. That's not a lot. But it's no, it's actually I'm a, in a denial. Bit. It's not my eyes. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But it's a really nice looking bottle. It's a really beautiful presentation. And I think Friday, you said you mentioned you picked this up. Because you noticed that it was that it was aged in bourbon oh, yeah. barrels. Yeah, that's also another reason why it was aged in bourbon barrels. And I thought, you know, this is something that me and Ben might enjoy because we do enjoy our bourbon. So, you know, why not give it a shot? Yeah, I mean, I think this will be pretty good. I have, a, I have high hopes for this. You got your glass right there, Ben? You got your Glen Karen glass? I do. Oh, I keep trying. I keep forgetting to buy. They have these the, these uh, glasses that are sort of uh, reverse, where the you know it's it's uh, wide at the it's or, or, uh, narrow at the top, wide at the bottom. Kind of like these, <laughs> but it's it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird glass. I keep thinking I'm going to buy it, and I keep forgetting to do so. Well, well, cheers first of all, Ben. Yes, and, cheers. Um, let's see what kind of aromas we get. Oh, it's a little bit. It's a uh, sharp. First on the nose for me, it's a little bit sharp. You know, it, it, it is. It really kind of pinches at first, but I'm getting it's got a I'm sweetness, some fruitiness for sure. It's got a nice, a nice sweetness on the nose. Yeah. But there's, I'm not sure what it is. I'm getting that pepper. I'm not sure what it is, like what aroma that is that makes it more distinct. You know, between an Irish whiskey or a Scotch. I mean, there's just but they are distinct though. But there's something they are there's something in there, and I can't put my finger on it. That that scent that you get from it. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's because I mean, like it's the, equally. I mean, same I ingredients essentially. But it has that extra kick of. I am Irish. It has an extra <laughs> kick of sharpness yeah. and. I mean, tanginess is the wrong word, but but it it like the like the uh, the other ones we tried, they just had that sharpness. And that that bite to them that was somewhat overwhelming in some of those Irish whiskeys that we tried. I don't know what it is. Like on Peaky Blinders, they just just slam this shit down one after the other. And this is not a slamming type of beverage. Here comes the helicopter. Here comes the helicopter. As Franny mentioned at the outset, we film or we film. I'm I'm almost gonna. We listen and we review. Like a banana, like a, a maybe an overly ripe. Banana, where you get some alkaline, <laughs> sort of. I don't, it's just like a metallic, almost like a slight metallic scent to it. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Oh, I'm metallic! Not, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, see, that's true, Los Angeles, right there. A helicopter flying overhead. Nothing yeah. is more Los Angeles than that. Hmm. But let's give it a shot, Ben. Let's see how this thing tastes. Cheers to you. All right, let's do one more. One more. There we go. Blink. 
Oh, oh it's good. It's got the sharpness it's that I expected nice, from an Irish whiskey. It has, has nice spice. It hits you, the spice hits you on the front of the tongue. In the back. And on the finish as well. It hits you, it's, but in the middle, not much. You're just getting a little bit of flavor there. Let me just concentrate the on what finish, that is. The finish is actually, it's almost like a sandwich. It's creamy. There's a nice bit of creaminess. And, uh, you know, on the glass itself, it doesn't leave uh, not too many legs there, right? There's no but, legs on an Irish whiskey. It, it's, uh, it says drink me. Don't stick me to the glass. But it has a little bit of, of um, buttery of cream. It's, it's, yeah. It is a little bit, sort of biscuity almost. It's got that, but it's almost, I mean, I feel like I, it's a sandwich. It's got, on the front, it's a little Spice. bit sharp. On the back end, it's a little bit sharp. But then in the, in at you know. In the middle. In the middle, I just have that, I have a nice, sweet. That's pretty interesting. That's interesting pretty flavor interesting. in the middle there. That That is. And then that middle comes back like it pinches at the you. end. It pinches you on the front of the tongue. On the, on the finish, you get the spice, the spice in the middle. It's, it is, that is pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and then it sort of comes back. Like, it's like, I'm not gone yet. <laughs> You know, I just sort of. I, you thought I was gone. I'm, I'm Conor McGregor. I will come back and fight anyone. Yeah, but that's. Uh, I'm five foot seven. I will. He fight is small, right? He's a small Manny guy. Pacquiao. It is. It is pretty interesting. The start and the finish is pretty interesting. I mean, it's you know, it's it's. I've been listening has, to too many Joe Rogan podcasts. It has, it has uh, it's smooth. It, it you know has that has has the the spicy uh, pinch, but it's smooth though. I mean, it goes down very nicely too. It doesn't by have far, that you know that yeah. burn or anything. But it's by far the best Irish whiskey we we've, we've had. I mean, we probably should have a board out here somewhere with you know that lists bourbons, rye, scotch, Irish. But there's something on it though. I mean, there's there's some there's something about it about Irish whiskeys that just it's not what you want. At the end of the day. Yeah, I mean... You're not going to go to the bar and... It was about... I don't know. I think it was about $45. I, I would it's up spend... There. It's I up would, there for an Irish whiskey. I, I, you know, I, there are 12-year-old uh, scotches that are better than a 45-year-old Irish whiskey. Um, Damn, but, that's, know, an, it's, that's, that's a that, that's some fighting words right there. It, I mean, there, it there is, are... It is. It is. There, what you, there are 12-year scotches that are better than a 45-year-old no, Irish whiskey. No, $45. I'm sorry, $45. There's, there, there's uh, uh, 12-year-old scotches that are better than a $45... Twelve-year-old with uh, uh, whiskey, like the Glen Levitt Twelve. Yeah, I mean the Glen Levitt Twelve is better than this. You know the 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 twelve-year-old everything that we've tried twelve-year-old Scotch um, is is better than this. I mean it's interesting. I mean it does have it has interesting characteristics. But if I'm if I was to spend forty-five dollars, I could get almost the the Ardbeg Wee Beastie. Yeah, you know, which I enjoy much more than this. I can get the fourteen-year-old uh, Glenlivet um, yep. for just about the same price as this, very close to it. But um, it's different, though. I mean, I, it's it, um, and, and thank you, Franny, so much. Because that, now, because no, but I'm saying like it's it's like you know, if, if you're gonna be spending your money, you know, I would probably no. If I wouldn't buy this, though. No, no, it's it's nice to have. It's something nice to have on the shelf. It's definitely interesting, like you said. It's almost like a sandwich of flavors. But it's still not the same. <laughs> well, it's like you know, you watch, you know, you watch a Tesla race a, you know, race a, a Lamborghini. You know, they're different cars, right? And you appreciate them each for what they are. I mean, the Tesla's going to win, but you, and, and and that's why I said thank you so much because you introduced me to the Browns and I, over the last couple of years, I've really 
become to you know come to appreciate it to to see it for what it is. So I, I don't want to comp- like comparing this to I don't like I when I taste it I I would I rather have you know say you know one of the scotches we tasted more recently probably. But but tasting it on its own for what it is, it's really got a uniqueness that the you know the Islays have a uniqueness to the the traditional scotches, and then the bourbons have a uniqueness to the rise here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's got a this one is the first I think the first Irish whiskey we tasted that I would drink. You know that it, that if I were to come home after work or you know whatever, I would actually put this in a glass and drink it. No, no, for sure. And I don't no, think no, any of the other ones I actually would do that with. No, no. I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean the the Kilbrin that we had that was at a lower price point. That was that one was also very smooth, very nice to drink too. Um, I just wouldn't. It doesn't have that complexity. This one. But this one has a little bit more complexity for sure. I, you know, it, it definitely does. Um, but you know, within that price range, when you're looking at what you can get, this. I would not. Oh, for forty five I mean, bucks, you can, if this you is can on get, the shelf you can get next, to, next to other, you know, like other scotches, other bourbons, other ryes. I mean, other, the Port Charlotte just sitting right over there for twenty bucks more. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that that Port Charlotte is well. The Port Charlotte is a little bit more. The Port Charlotte is. It depends. On, it it depends on where you go. I mean, it could be around eighty dollars at certain places too. But the Port Charlotte is is definitely you know one of my favorite scotches that I've ever had. Um, whereas this one, you know, w- w- for that price range, you know, I, obviously I was interested to see how it tastes because it was highly rated. Um, but knowing what it is now, I'd probably leave it on the shelf compared to some of the other stuff. <laughs> I just I like, but I like that sharpness and the sandwich of the creaminess and the sweetness in between the the spice mm-hmm. at the, the sharpness at the front and the the spice at the end. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there there are probably probably people out there that. Do prefer Irish whiskeys? Maybe Irish people. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else, you know. Like when we go to Croatia, I don't drink uh, Bex. You know, I do, but I mean, uh, I, but you know, I, I always drink whatever the local, yeah, you know, whatever the, the local beer or whatever yeah, the local beverage is. Pretty good too. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, most countries have their lager. Yeah, you know, that. yeah, but I mean, no, no. no I, if I was to rate this, if I was to rate it, I would rate it still, you know, fairly highly. I would, I would say this is still a seven. Um, because of uh, its complexity. You snuck, and, you snuck it in on me there. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, because I want to. I want to. I want to grade it first before you do, Ben. Because you usually grade it, and then I give you a, and then I give you the same exact score. Uh, but I want to sneak it in there, give you a seven before you have time to tell me what you think about it. Uh, but uh, uh, I would say a for seven, what it is, even though it is maybe on the same level as a Glenlivet twelve for more money. It's still just as good. But if you're out there purchasing a scotch, you know, grab a scotch for about $25 to $30, you'll get the same sort of flavor, the same sort of complexity as you do out of this thing. Yeah, I mean, I just, judging it for what it is, and and, and part, I mean, I'm partial to a more spicy, you know, a, a, a scotch or a bourbon or a rye with a more bite. And this has that bite. Spice, not bite. Bite and well, I like the sh- the sharpness on the on the front is a little bit of a on the front of the tongue. It yeah. does definitely give you a little bit of pinch, and it get that spice on the back end, and that's what I'm partial to. I mean, I like a really smooth scotch as well, but I'm much more partial to these, so I'm going to give this an eight. Hmm. You just want to copy me? Did you? No, you <laughs> stuck it in on me. You were you give it a seven. That. You were about to give it a seven, also. 
but eight. I mean, that's bed. why it's nice to be. You know, we're not. Neither one of us is really the host of the show, but uh, I mean, but I'm able to sort of, you know, throw it to him when I want to. Uh huh. So I'm like, well, you know, what say you? <laughs> you know, try to get his opinion before I have to before I have to share my own opinion. So at least I know what uh, jumping off. Well, we point. talked about this last week after the podcast. We talked about this last week where I always seem to follow you on the score. We always seem yeah. to have like the same sort of rating. So yeah, this week I just wanted to get it in there. <laughs> ben, I'll give this an eight. <laughs> you know, the beer is next. Uh, as soon as he tastes it, like oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak this in on him. All right, so I give it a seven, Ben. You give it an eight, but it's definitely it's it's a it's 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 a quality. It's good uh, Irish whiskey. I'm sure most people would enjoy it, but for a lower price point, you can get the same sort of complexity from a scotch. So yeah, I piss on the proper twelve. Yeah, yeah, well, the proper 12 is just a different... It, that's it's a, a mixer. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week, and I give it an eight. <laughs> well, I'll, we'll try it first, and then I'll sneak it in there. But I wondered our... why he came with only three cans of the four-pack. <laughs> so he's already drank it at home, and he's already rated it, so beware if he sneaks it no, in. I've not tried the beer just yet, but I'll grab it from the cooler, and we'll give it a shot. All right. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our beer review of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, and it is from Ale Smith Brewing Company. It is the Diego Antonio West Coast Style India Pale Ale, brewed with Citra and Nelson Hops. Ben, I just love Nelson. The can. Nelson. It is from San Diego, though, bro. Uh, there's a couple oh, monks man, there, bro. and they're pounding it out on the yeah, on bro. the logo there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, it's San Diego. It's San Diego. <laughs> Cody. A lot of IPAs that we've tried in San Diego, bro. I feel like there's a law in San Diego that you can only make IPAs. Yeah. <laughs> I think everything we have tried from San Diego has only been IPAs. And for some reason, we just, you know, start talking with that accent, bro. Uh, bro. It's the beach community. You know, you just you get a car. It doesn't matter how old it is. You just park it, man. You just... <laughs> Just park it by the beach. Just live in it. Just, just hang. Yeah, bro. God won't bother you, man. You just you surf and eat tacos. Yeah, just park it on top of your Wrangler. Oh yeah, you like man. the old Wrangler, not the new Wrangler, bro. No. But like the really old ones, bro. Yeah, the one with the big metal boxy sides. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the rust don't touch it though. <laughs> we we wax it down. We we put the. The board butter on there, right on the car and on the board. We don't You're getting care. a little too far into character, yeah, man. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, what I just mentioned, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Ale Smith. This is Ale Smith Brewing Company down in beautiful San Diego, California. This is a Diego Antonio. When two breweries from respective cities named after patron saints collaborate, you know we had to go in hard style. We got down with our... See, this is why we make fun of them. Exactly. This is why we make fun of them. We got down with our homies over at... I mean, honestly, with at Weathered Souls Brewing Company to make this creative take on a West Coast-style India pale ale. Your homies... Oh, come on. It's blessed. This beer is blessed. It's blessed. With an abundance of both Citra and Nelson Sauvin, which bomb 
the palate with notes of citrus, mango, and passion fruit. Diego and Antonio together. Now you know you're in trouble. Cheers. The specs. Alcohol by volume, 7.7%. The IBU is 35, so it's actually not that high in in the bitterness range. Uh, It improves with age? No. In other words, drink this fast. Uh, Year-round availability is no. Cans, 16-ounce cans. Uh, This is from the Alesmith Brewing Company down in on Alesmith Court in San Diego, California. This is an interesting can. I didn't know it was uh, true breweries or two breweries from respective cities uh, named after patron saints. So we have patron saints, saints, homies, bomb, all in the same uh, description of this beer, which seems a little strange to me. A little bit, but I mean, the, the can, though, is awesome. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. We're going to get a little San Diego music here. <laughs> you know, in honor of San Diego. Yeah, bro. I'm totally feeling this music, man. Where's Gidget? <laughs> Gidget. <laughs> you're, you're really showing your age on this podcast. I know. And so I am I, because I know exactly what you're talking about. What a... Uh, and I watch well, Sonia makes me watch those older movies, and I can't help myself. I mean, I actually get into them, and I'm like, this dialogue is is exhausting to listen to. Where's the transformer? <laughs> so I don't have to pay attention for 15 minutes. Yes, and um, what's the aroma? Oh, we got it. Oh, yeah. cheers, Ben. Cheers, Ben. I was just looking at the uh, the can here, and I was just gonna put a prayer together. <laughs> you know, there's little monks on here. There's, oh yeah, all right. So they're, they're, have at it. Um. <laughs> In the name of the hop, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not going to go too far. I, no, I don't want to. Yeah, do Friday's not, afraid he's yeah. going to hell if he comes up yeah, with yeah, a prayer yeah. for this. In the name of the hop. In the name the of this. Ci- in the name of the citra. In the name of the and citra. In the, in the name and of the, the citra, the barley, and the holy. What do we? What do we put in last? The sugar. Uh, I, 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 yeah, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Whatever. The war. The war. The wart, yeah. Well, the God wart bless is, is, this wart that brought us this beer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Ben. Good job. You're way better at that than I am. You're very religious. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not, I, I think if they're, you know, I don't think I will be judged by what I say on this podcast. Otherwise, that's a pretty arbitrary God right there. <laughs> well, it smells good. It smells, oh, it smells nice and fresh. Delicious. That's why it says it gets better with age. No. <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> Bro, you don't, you don't want to sit this on the beach for more than two days, man. Nah, bro. I mean, the only thing that gets better with age is Cody's mom. That's the only oh, thing that Cody's gets better. Cody's mom, bro. Yeah, bro. She's got like that that convertible Land Rover, bro. Like the oh. e- the Evoke. Oh, the Evoke, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the Evoke. The Evoke. <laughs> yeah, bro. It like raises and lowers like sixteen inches, bro. I was sourness. on the beach. There's some dankness in yeah, this thing, bro. Dankness. A little bit of dankness, the nice hoppy notes. I was on the beach, and I, uh, the ground wasn't level, but the car was <laughs> level. That's some car, dude. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, they do. My my uh, my cousin has one of those. Where oh, it, like, for real? Yeah, it, like moves the car like left so and you're right, level all the time. Yeah. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah, like when they get in it, like raises up. If you park on the curb, it'll like. You know, level the car off so you can get out. Pretty interesting. All right. Well, it smells very good. I mean, it smells delicious. There's uh, nice hoppy notes, nice uh, dankness, a little bit of sourness there. It's, it's actually, nice. It's, it's very nice. So let's hope 
that the flavor matches the aroma. I think it will. There was on this one, one, I think it will. There was that one that we tried a few weeks back. Well, the the, the flavor was horrific, yeah. and the, 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 the scent, were the aroma was beautiful. Probably one of the best, actually. Yeah. Well, let's give it a shot, Ben. I would want a little bit more Christmas. You know what? It starts I off... would want a little bit more Christmas. It starts off nice. It does. It really does. It, it, it really hits you... With the hops, but on the finish, a little dry. I would want a little bit more Christmas. <laughs> I would want a little bit more Christmas, though. I mean, it has nice citrusy notes. I knew it. As soon as it didn't it bite has, me in the has, back of the throat, it has nice, I knew it. It has nice hoppy f- notes to it as well, but it's just on the back of the throat. It just finishes a little dry. I'm not sure, Ben, how you feel about it. It's a This is a this is a nice beer. No, it's a nice beer. Don't get me wrong. It's a very but nice. But I'm still it's in fresh. search it's got of a that nice Christmas. citrus flavor. It's got a little bit uh I mean the bitterness is uh, as a uh, you know, it's a 35 so it's not that bitter. But it has enough bitterness to balance out the the citrus and sort of the sweetness on the on the entry. But very fresh though. Very I mean, very but fresh. But it doesn't it doesn't bite you with that you know that pop? No, on the, it, on the... it, it does not. But it's actually it is actually very good. I mean, as as far as crisp crisp wise, I mean, I wish it it did have a little bit more pop to it. <laughs> oh, a little more pop. But there's um... another quote that I'm gonna <laughs> put on. For... How about dick? Just a, just, <laughs> just a dick. dick. Um, no, I mean it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. It tastes very similar to the last IPA that we did have on the show as well. It doesn't strike me as anything spectacular. Uh, but you know, it's 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 a delicious. Look at the color, though. The color is nice, nice and cloudy, and nice, but also golden. Nice hazy color. Um, you know, it has has a, a pretty a decent amount of head on it too. It has a nice bit of head that kind of sticks to the side of the glass, which is nice too. It's it's I like it. No, oh, of course. I mean, I like it. I like IPAs. I do. I do like IPAs. But I mean, if you know, just judging, you know, best IPAs, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there for sure. But it's still lacking that little bit of Christmas, Ben. It's got, it is, but it it's is. got that nice bitter. Long I wish it had a little bit finish. more, a little bit more pine to it. I wish it had a little bit more pine to it. I mean, it has that nice hoppiness, that little bit of sourness. I just wish it had a little bit of pine. You're on in the search finish. of that Bavarian beer we had, yeah. or that uh, was it Bavarian, or was it Austrian? That one that we had that had the crispness and the pine. The Rothaus. Was it the Rothaus with I, the, the? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it is. And that one had that one had more piney notes, but not as much hop though. This one, has yeah, nice, I'm actually, a nice, this one has a nice bit of hop. I'm actually surprised that more beers don't throw that pine hop into the mix mm-hmm. because it really does give you a crisp, fresh, interesting flavor mm-hmm. that you don't. I mean, this more or less tastes like a standard IPA. Yeah, it does. A little bit more fresh than a you know Sierra you know, Nevada off that, the shelf. It's, it's not from that far away, bro. I mean, bro, it's just like right San down Diego. the road. I mean, just delivered it. They went up to 405. Yeah, but or we stopped the at Domino's, dude. To the 405. To the 101. <laughs> we stopped at the 405, but we had to stop at Domino's and then we had to stop at California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> so it was a long trip. It's a two hour drive, but we got there in six hours, yeah, bro. bro. But when we stopped by the weed shop, because <laughs> like Cody, many weed shops. Yeah, Cody's like, bro, I want weed, bro. I can only drink beer when my eyes are red. <laughs> <laughs> And some Doritos, bro. But got, organic Doritos. You got though. some cupcakes. <laughs> cupcakes. Some ho-hos. <laughs> when I was in high school, we'd buy like the 
Oh, we'd buy a whole box of cereal and pour the milk into the entire box and eat it with a giant plastic spoon. On by the creek. <laughs> but no, that was under a tree. Oh, okay. That was, it's always out in nature, no matter where it was in your childhood, Ben. Uh, but I mean, where would you rate this, Ben? I'm not going to jump ahead of you in the ratings on this no, feel one. Feel free. I, w- I want to hear your score first. You know, I would say uh, I would say a seven also on this one. No, it's it's not up there with the best beers that we've tried, but it's definitely not. It's above average for sure. It, it's it's not middle ground. It's it's not up there with everything else that we've had at the nines and the tens. But it is actually very good, very easy to sip on. Um, has nice hoppy notes, uh, a nice little bit of bitterness, a little bit of dankness on it. Um, but this it's an easy drinker too. I mean, for something that is seven point seven percent alcohol, it is actually very easy. What seven point seven? Yeah. So that's impressive too. Uh, well, Franny will be surprised here. I'm going to give it a six. What? It just tastes to me like a sort of a standard IPA. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like it. It's got the citra. It's got a little bit of hoppiness, tiny bit of bitterness, decent finish, but it, it it's fresh. So I'll give it a six, but it, it does sound, it does taste pretty standard. It doesn't, there's nothing in there that's sort of like, Ooh, it's piney. Ooh, it's got this. Ooh, it's got that. Yeah. I think it's just a solid, balanced beer all the way through. And I don't want to give it the same. Yeah, the same. You know, exactly. exactly. Yeah. You could have went for an eight. Yeah, I was in my mind, I was like eight or six. Eight or six. We can judge like, it the I same. Can't, I can't we go, can judge I can't it the go same, but it's okay. I usually uh you know have the same score as you, unfortunately, but you don't have to like pick a different score just so you don't have the same one. But it is a little bit too easy drinking. Which is nice. What's it's nice, but it, but if it's if it's that easy to drink, it lacks a little bit of a bro. I mean, if we're bro. watching like one of our sports teams down here, like the ch- oh no, the we Chargers have no don't sports teams down here anymore. Or the clip, no, the Clippers don't exist. That was a long time ago, bro. They moved on. The Padres, bro. When watching the Padres play, we can totally sit this. Oh, the Padres! They got a restaurant in the stadium, bro, with potato skins in the stadium. Tater skins in the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a solid IPA. Yeah, I mean, this reminds me of something that you would get at a brew house in in town that they made that, you know, you would, you would drink, but then you wouldn't really, you wouldn't want to take a six pack home with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's actually, that's a pretty good description of it. Yeah. Oh, we got to try, you know, we have to try the 818 Brewing Company or the San Fernando Brewing Company. We, see, see well, what, we have had the 818 once yeah. on the show so far. Um, what if they have any new offerings? I'm not sure. Are, are they open right now? I, I guarantee I, I, they got walkout customers. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm sure maybe we can just grab like a a, a bottle. I'm not like that. What's that um, That larger bottle that they offer? What are those things called? Like Jug? The, growler? Well, the growler. That's what it is. The growler of whatever. Because we've had the growler, their regular IPA that they have, that they serve. And that one was pretty good. And so maybe I think next weekend I'm off. Maybe I, maybe I can grab one. Maybe. 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 Yeah. I mean, from out here on the West Coast, they call it a growler. On the East Coast, we call it a jug. Well, you call it plexiglass container. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening to us taste the beautiful Napolg Castle Irish whiskey as well as this wonderful IPA. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our thirst and goal betting corner. All right, folks, hold tight. We'll be right back with our betting corner.
right, and we are back with Ben's betting well, corner. Our betting corner. Ben's betting corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first up, folks, L.A. or Las Vegas Raiders at New England Patriots. The Patriots are giving away six and a half points at home with the over-under of 47. Friday, what say you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you're asking <laughs> me, man. This is your betting corner, and you are way better at this you than see, I, I am. You see, I like to throw it especially, to Friday. Especially... With what you've been hitting on lately, Ben? Yeah, that's true. Your, your picks have been very impressive, by the way. All right, so I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take a teaser on this one. I'm going to take the Raiders and the over on a teaser. Push the Raiders down to .5. So the Raiders are actually going to win this game. Or actually, they have a, you'll push it up to 12.5. So the, the Patriots will have to win by 12.5. You'll take the, the under or the over, I'm sorry, down to 41. Franny, any thoughts? Good job, Ben. That's a good job. Good. <laughs> All right. Good bet. Next up, the wait. That game already happened. Wait, didn't wait, it? No, the Raiders and the Patriots. That didn't happen. No, no. that's right. Uh, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. This IPA is seven point seven percent. The next up, the Ra- the Rams, the LA Rams at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are giving away only two points at home. That with game the over- happened. Move on. <laughs> the over under is forty seven. <laughs> This game already played. They're done, Ben. This They're done. Last I can still bet on it because it's uh, it's back to the future, no, apparently. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I choose the Rams in this one, and I would say um, over 47. On this one, this is a risky one, but I'm going to take the Bills right on the line at minus two, and I'm not going to touch the over-under, although if I were going to, I would take the over. Uh, next up, Houston Texans at Pittsburgh Ooh, Steelers. Man. The Steelers are giving away four points at home with the over-under of 45.5. What do you say about that over-under right there? I mean, what do you think their ability is to score Ooh. points in this one? I think the I think the, the Steelers are going to have no problem scoring points in this. My question is, are the Houston Texans going to be able to score enough points to push this to the over? Because your defense is so good. Because the defense is so <laughs> good and the Houston Texans' offense is so pathetic. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's a tough game. I, I'm not going to bet on this game. But if I were going to bet on this game, I would do it as a teaser. I would take the Steelers minus four, push that down to plus two and take the take the over and push that down to thirty nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's a tough one. I mean, I, you know, that's a tough game when you're betting on your own team. And, you know, I, I, I do follow the Steelers very closely and I do root for them as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to root or, or, to, or to bet on your own team. Because you're 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 emotionally invested in that game, so it's it's tough. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Niners at the Giants. This is a weird spread. Uh, Niners at Giants. The Niners are giving away only three points on the road. The over under is forty three. I'm going to take the Niners minus mm-hmm. three right there. I'm going to take it right on the line. And the over under is pretty difficult in this one because Giants could score seven points. Exactly. I mean, and, and and you know, Garoppolo's not playing in this one. And you don't expect a high-scoring game, so you know I would expect an under in this one. That's a risky one, but I think I think take the Niners minus three. You know it's minus one twenty, but still, I think that's a I think that's if if you're going to bet that game, that would be what I would bet on. Uh, Titans next up, Titans at Vikings. The Tennessee Titans minus two point five with the over under of fifty point five. That's a tough one. But I'm taking okay. the Vikings on a line. I'm actually going to take the Vikings. I'm not. I don't even want. 
The points. I'm going mean, to take the, the over Vikings. Under is really high. I mean, it's it's fifty point yeah. five. That's a lot. I mean, I would say under fifty. I mean, Titan. Oh, really? Are you going to put that down? Are you going to actually? No, probably not. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If if I was to throw out Monopoly money on this one, that's exactly what I would do. I'm going to buy ten options on the Vikings, please. <laughs> uh, this one, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. Actually, on the money line at plus 122 to win this game outright. Uh, next up, Washington at the Cleveland Browns. Personally, I'm not Ugly touching this game. game. Ugly game. Let's move on. Next up. Ooh. Ugly game. <laughs> Let's move Bengals on. Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles. Didn't want to comment on it before, <laughs> but if it comes time to bet on the game, I would take... I think the Eagles are going to win this game, but I'm not confident that they're going to win by more than a field goal. So I'm going to take a teaser on this. I'm going to take the Eagles at minus four, push that down to plus two or uh, sorry. Yeah. Plus two. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take the under in this game and push it up to 53. Mm-hmm. Front, any thoughts on your Eagles? Not easy to bet on your own team, Ben. Yeah, well, it's easy to bet on them. It's just not easy to win when you bet on them. Uh, the Bears, next up, Bears at Falcons. The Falcons are minus three at home against the Bears. The over-under is 47 and a half. I'm gonna Atlanta th- can definitely score points. I mean, yeah. they, they've, they've proven that the last couple of weeks. Uh, they just can't win at the end of the game. Um, but I, w- I would say over 47. Uh, I I picked Atlanta Twins. I think Atlanta should win this by at least seven. Yeah, I'm going to take Atlanta on a teaser, uh, take the minus three, push that down, and take the over as well, push that down to 41 and a half. That's a scary bet, but it's it's the best bet in that game. Uh, Next up, New York Jets at Indianapolis Colts. Man, the Colts Colts are are favored by 11 and a half. Wow. I mean, the Jets hello, are bad. Hello, Nico and the New York Jets. 12-point underdogs I mean, to the hapless Colts. The Jets are bad, but I, I, they're not that bad. I don't think they lose by more but than... They might be that bad. I mean, but if, if they lose by 10, that's a pretty big loss right there by 10. But 11 and a half, Jesus Christ. I mean, you can make some pretty good money right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to ta- I'm gonna do a teaser on this one, too. I'm going to take the Colts and push that way up to 17 and a half. And I'm going to take the over in this game and push that down to 38. Next up, the Panthers at the LA Chargers. The Chargers are favored by six and a half, even though no one knows who is starting at quarterback. Well, and the over under is 43 and a half. I think I know who's starting. Well, Herbert's going to start, but man, that's, that's, that's risky going into his second start ever. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But he did perform well. So, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe some of the, uh, the Vegas odds makers saw something there. Uh, without McCaffrey, that is that's a that uh, I'm going to stay away from this game. Yeah. Uh, next up, Detroit Lions at the Cardinals. The Cardinals minus six with an over under of five six fifty man six. I could see that's that like being... the 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 Chiefs Rams over from a couple years ago that was at like <laughs> sixty five. I could see it being under fifty six in this one. Ah, I don't think the the Lions are going to score. So I'm going to take, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, I'm going to take the Cardinals minus six, minus one or two, even money almost. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Cardinals on the, on the line minus six. 
Next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Franes, Denver Wait, what, what, Broncos. Well, because you, you love their backup quarterback now. No, I don't. I just As of I two mean, hours ago, Dris- you do. Driscoll, I thought he played well. That's it. I mean, it's not my fault you guys struggle against him. Jeff, right out of Vassar. Driscoll. Actually, I don't know where he went to college, but that would be my... I know he didn't go there, but that would be where he would belong. Uh, this is a tough one. This is a really... Wait, are you talking shit about the quarterback that almost beat you guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is Brady ready to start crushing his opponents? I know. I, I could see an over 42 and a half in this one because I can see the Bucks scoring at least 32 alone in this one. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm going to stay away from the line. I'll I'll go with the over with Franny. Uh Next up, oh, Cowboys at Seahawks. Seahawks favored by four and a half. That is a scary game right there. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, that is that's a tough one to call. I do expect the Seahawks to win, but I know how Carol loves to keep these games close. Uh. I, I that's a tough one to call, Ben. It's it's your betting corner, man. It's all uh, it's all on you. Sorry, Sonia. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm sorry, Sonia. I'm gonna take the Cowboys plus four and a half in this game. I think they might actually win this game. Oh outright. my god, your wife is gonna murder you. Uh, she is. <laughs> I know. I picked the Seahawks earlier, but when it comes to money, you know, don't tell her. I th- I I'm gonna t- if if I was gonna bet on the game. I would either take the Cowboys plus four and a half, or I would take a teaser on the Cowboys, get them up to ten and a half. If she and, ever listens to a podcast, this is yeah, the one that she should not listen to. And take the, uh, I would actually take the under fifty-seven, push that, that under up to sixty-three. That's that's uh fifty-seven points is a lot of points for them. I mean, yeah, so uh, with the teaser, you can push it up six points. So mm-hmm. I would take that up to well, you can push it up to seven, but mm-hmm. then you don't win any money. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it up to sixty-three, but that's. That's my brain over my heart, I suppose. Uh, Packers, next up, Packers at, at the Saints. The Saints are giving away three points at home. This, uh, what are they saying? The stock market, this is a lagging indicator. <laughs> or uh, what's, the, what's the opposite of a lagging indicator? There's like a, the one that you know, projects into the future. Futures. <sighs> I'm going to take the Packers in this game right yeah. there, plus yeah. three. Yeah. I see the Packers winning this one. Yeah, outright. With Mike, no Michael Thomas. I see the Packers winning. And it's plus 107. That that might be the lock of the week. Mm. Next up, Monday night, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. I am shocked this line is as far out as it is with three and a half points. Baltimore Ravens giving away three and a half points at home. I expected this to be a pick em. Frane, what do you think about this game? I don't know. This this one is very... This is a hard this, game. This I didn't expect it to be almost four points. Very unpredictable. I am not sure what to expect, especially, especially with the way Kansas City performed last weekend. And uh, Baltimore has been on a tear against not the greatest opponents. But um, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. That, I mean, that's, thank that's, you that's for... Toss up. Thank you for the lines moving because I already took the Kansas City Chiefs plus three. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the week, so I didn't give away that half point. But if I were going to bet on this game, I would either take the Chiefs right there at plus three and a half or take the Chiefs plus three and a half and the over 54, push that down to 48, push the Chiefs plus, uh, push that up to nine and a half, and I think that's a winner. 
That's an interesting. That it's a. This is probably the most fun, this is a difficult week betting week because uh, because yeah. because you're probably not going to win, but it's the most fun week so far because yeah. these lines are really interesting. Yeah. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? My parlay, Ben. Oh, Friday. <laughs> you have a. You have a fantastic yeah. five or. It is a fantastic five parlay, Ben, on the money line. Uh, I choose these every single week. It is fantastic, as you just played right there, Ben. Um, but, but you know in, how in, I in, feel in, about in, it. I feel <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is. It was, I mean, it's, it is a difficult week. I mean, there are a lot of games there that could go either way, and that's and, that's the fun of the NFL. You know, I, I have five teams here. I'm not very confident in these teams, but I do have the Niners, the Browns. The, the Colts. Browns is the one Browns. Of, is in your parlay. They're they're for, uh, probably the first time ever. The Niners, the Browns, the Colts, the Bucks, and the Seahawks. Can you repeat that? Niners over Browns. Wait, who are the Niners playing? Uh, I think the Giants. Yeah, the Browns over the Bengals. Uh, uh no, the Bengals are playing the Eagles this week. Oh, I that's right, that's right. Um, who are the Browns playing? Washington. Okay, Washington. The Browns. Okay. The Colts. I have over the Panthers. Yeah. That's uh, fair. The Bucks. Okay. And that's fair. And the Seahawks over the Cowboys, Ben. I'm more confident in the Seahawks. That is crazy. Why is that crazy? Well, okay. the Seahawks over the Cowboys. Why is well, that crazy? Well, I actually say the, the Cleveland bet and the Seahawks bet is dangerous in there. I would say against Washington. I'm not sure about that. Well, it's Cleveland. Yeah, I know, but it's Washington. And you really think the Cowboys have no chance? I'm not saying they have no chance. I'm just saying if I had to pick five teams out of those matchups on the money line, these are the teams that I would choose. And I think the Seahawks uh, have proven that they are a pretty good team this year. And the Cowboys, I'm still not 100% sure on. No Packers? That's a that's gonna be a close game. I, I you know that I'm not 100% sure about that one. I would I mean if I had to choose, I would choose the Packers, but. I wouldn't put him in a five-game parlay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's that's probably my favorite uh, parlay of Frane's thus far this season for sure. Well, not a very long season, Ben. It's my third one. <laughs> Fantastic. But that was a really nice parlay. That's a risky one. It is. And we're looking at that, 259. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish with the show. (laughs) All right. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun friends, and whiskey and beer reviews, even through all of the crap that's going on in the world. We are all still friends. Please head over to our website at thirstygold.buzzbrow.com. Thank you. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all our past episodes. You can download our show notes and get links to all the stories that we cover and all of the browns, the scotches, and the bourbons, and the rise, and the Irish whiskeys that Frane is so delicately chosen for our show. You get all the beers that we review as well. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, and CastBox. CastBox! I haven't done that in a while. I know, seriously. As I well, almost forgot. As well as Pandora. That shows how pathetic I am with the AFC North thing. He got that after about six or seven weeks of us not even doing that. Uh, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please, please, please leave us a review on whatever podcatcher you use, especially 
Apple Podcasts. You can email us at podcastthirstingoal at gmail.com. You can call us at the phone number in the show notes. You can follow us on Friday's amazing Instagram account at Thirstand and on my mediocre and very perfunctory Twitter account at Goal Thirst. And you can check out all the photography. Franny has pictures of the Irish whiskey that we tasted tonight. He has pictures of the scotch, or the, not the scotch, the shot that we tasted tonight, as well as the beer that we tasted tonight. Franny, anything else to add before we <laughs> wrap up the show? Yes, let's wrap up, and It's over three hours right now, so thank you so very much for everybody out there listening to us. Yes, thank you, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.